Welcome in everyone to episode 82 of the Battlecats podcast. I'm your host Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host Speediest Chief 2 and my cat Jaggy. I was going to say our third co-host here, Jaggy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the cat's on the background. She maybe she maybe start hiding, you know. Because so so here's the thing. I I don't know if people realize this, but I have my cats in almost all my videos as long as I'm home, uh, when I'm recording, and I always have them on camera. Now they kind of hold still, but they don't love being held most days. So what I have to do is I have to find one before I start recording. This is the biggest hassle when I start recording YouTube videos: is grabbing my cat and sitting them on my lap, right? Mm-hmm. And they know. Like when I'm in the chair, I'm getting ready. I'm setting up my setup, like the camera and everything. You turn around, and they all like, they scatter, right? They're like, <laughs> we're booking it, right? And um, so so if one of them is not like already, if one or two of them are not asleep already or like not paying attention, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta grab them up. You gotta snatch oh, them. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. So um, she's off, but uh, so sometimes what I do is I try to lure them out with treats. And Chaggy's uh, a little, uh, she's she's clever, so she knows not to come out for treats. Like, she'll be hesitantly coming out. They can't resist <laughs> themselves, though. When they hear the treats, they still, like, all peek out from underneath the bed and couch. But, yeah. like, they don't, they don't, like, they're very hesitant. Cranberry, on the other hand, she's a little chunky, and she's like, you know what? Just, <laughs> I offer myself up for the treat, you know? So she'll just go for it, and then she just, she just submits. So she says, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So a lot of times you might see her more on my YouTube videos than Chaggy, but that's kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, but anyway, <clears throat> welcome in. We are on episode eighty-two here. You know, we're we're ticking down to episode one hundred, like sooner and sooner too. So <sighs> I know it's uh, it's, it's going to be it's getting there. It's getting there. You, only you ready to come to LA? Like, what's what's the deal? What's the deal? Only eighteen weeks, man. <laughs> only eighteen weeks. Yes, that's true. That's, that's math true. I can do. That's right. How many months is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't be better, but not be saying October here. <laughs> it's four and a half, right? <laughs> um, yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm excited. I think episode 100 is going to be great. Um, always have a fun time doing the show, and uh, we got another good one lined up here. Yes, hopefully. I mean, we didn't really get to cover too much tea last week, but mm-hmm. don't you worry, we got double the tea this week, so everyone's going to be well caffeinated. Um, our tea but, overflows yeah tea overflows yeah to, uh, speed is cheap as the tea master here you know we'd be brewing I, I i you know if it doesn't exist we brew it up that's how it works hey i gotta say your beer's looking pretty good like it's like already pretty much you know like your i guess your original beer was like thicker but like that's a pretty good beer for like most people if they don't have beers right yeah, yeah. thanks man this is yeah. about two weeks out so if you're watching our youtube version please subscribe and also yeah uh, that's true you, you can see the the progress here it's gonna be funny right to like look at the past three episodes and just compare like nothing something a little more something and just like progress through yeah you're aging exponentially you're like reverse benching button you know you're just getting <laughs> like which, I, which means i'm normal <laughs> yeah it's true it's true it's just a very quick aging you're not shaving the soul patch either right you're going it out no, I have it here right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't fill in, so it bothers me, like, over time. But that's just, like, how it is for a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people's beard lines are like that, you know? Maybe yeah. maybe this is maybe this is time. This is a soul patch era, you know? You just start growing now, and we'll see. We'll see. It'll know? get to a certain length, and then you'll see it, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. I understand why you shaved that off now. How, how about this? How about this? Can you do us a favor? 
like uh, the listeners and the YouTube viewers and just your fans and subscribers. Uh, maybe not your fiance, but I don't know. It's it's. <laughs> I'm not really sure how she's gonna feel about it, so I don't want to speak for uh, her. But um, uh, can you leave it until we d- we're like, yeah, you probably should shave it. Because if if everyone's loving it, you know, that's like you you know, I'm an honest guy. I'll let you know if I if if it's not the look or not, right? I'll I'll consider it. I'll think about it. Think okay. About it. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that being said, we got questions from last episode so Heck yeah let's check well, it out i'm reading all of them too so i didn't i didn't write any of these myself there's a few congrats for me but i'm letting you know this. <laughs> make sure to read those yeah uh deborah says congratulations on qualifying for worlds caleb and it looks like you're already making good progress on regrowing that beard speedy see what i mean see we're what doing I mean? our best she, she deborah read my mind yeah and and she's going to be even more impressed when she sees uh this this episode um uh Gillum Clacy says, "Oh, we're so proud of you, Speedy, for finally shaving the beard." That's right, man. This man was asking for props. I'm finally coming through on his word. A month, almost um, over a month later. But hey, you know, you know. let let the record show I shaved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a debt to be collected, though. <laughs> it's like, did he shave or did he not? Yes, he did shave. All right, then we're square. Good. Dude, it should have been. There should have been some different interest rate, you know. Instead of the, having the YouTube, uh, the Twitter profile pic being up longer, it should have been like, you know, the the longer you don't go shaving, you gotta start shaving like the sideburns. You gotta shave like, you know, yeah. like buzzing the hair. You know, Kale, I'm just gonna say, man, it doesn't fall on me, right? <laughs> it, it doesn't fall on me to set my own penalties. I'm just, I'm just gonna put will, that out there. I will. I'll set some. I'll set some harsher, more well thought out <laughs> penalties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. uh, uh Leo saying, I love listening to the podcast during my walk, and I've been doing so on my walk since the beginning. I love it. Thank you for the support. Nice. Question Thank for you, me. Question for Caleb. Did you bring Bastion to Torn because you expect to be strong picking the meta during the competition, or do you do it to flex your signature Pokemon and show off that winning with it at the highest level as possible? And then says, keep up the great work, or the good work. Yeah, it's kind of two-pronged to that. Um, the first is... Uh, I so I I don't know if I told you this, Speedy, but I was talking to my teammates mm-hmm. when I was team building, and I was like, "Yeah, everyone knows we has a Bastion guy, but we've seen Bastion once in a while in these tournaments. Uh, it's never won a tournament, but or actually, no, it did win uh Australia tournament last year, Brisbane, Brisbane, yeah. And uh, it wasn't streamed though, but the the winner told me he's like, "Oh, dude, I love Bastion too. And I actually won my regionals with." It. I was like, "Dude, that's amazing." Um, but I think he wasn't able to end up going to Worlds. I think he got sick or something, uh, or some, something, mm-hmm. some issue there, or a visa issue. But unfortunately, we never saw it at Worlds. But uh, that was the only person I won a regionals with it. But I was like, we've never really seen Como. O. We saw one Como in last chance qualifiers in Worlds in London on stream, and that was about it. Uh, again, it was against Maxi P. I, I forgot yeah. the actual trainer. Uh, who was battling Maxi, but I, I did speak with him afterward too. Um, mm-hmm. He had a he had an interesting thing. He made like a Como and like a Cresselia and all this stuff. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. And the Como was doing work too. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make Como O work. You know, like Bastion, like everyone knows before, they're gonna expect it, but they're not. No one's gonna expect a Como O, right? Uh, but then I was talked out of it because it was just it was just like a worse. It's just like it it doesn't even really beat Sableye in the two shield if they go straight foul play if you're counter swapping. 
Um, yeah, it's just so inflexible, like, right? Yeah, it's just inflexible. And I was just like, and like again, even against Swamper, like if they land that earthquake, you're just done for, right? If they throw Hajikin, you're fine, but that's still chunks away. Like I was like, why don't? And it's like if he's Lantern, it walls off Lantern. I was like, but why not? Why don't I just run Trevenant, right? So I dropped mm-hmm. the Como for Trevenant. Um, but while building that Como team. I was on my team and it's like, what do you think is good in this six spot? Right? Because I initially had like Lantern and stuff, but that would have been like super weak to Trevenant. And eventually they're like, dude, honestly, like the thing that covers all your weaknesses is Bastion. I was like, you know, I was like, you know what? You don't gotta tell me twice. If the best, <laughs> if the best thing for my team right now is Bastion, I'll throw it on there. So I put it, it put it in, but then I eventually took out the Como for uh Trevenant. And I talked a little bit about this on the video I just dropped on my YouTube, actually. It was like literally like a few minutes ago before we started recording. But I did a deep analysis in my battles, and it was like an hour long, over an hour long. So it's, uh, but the original video of the footage was like two hours. So I at least cut it down to half. But I spent with the footage and I talked about like my battles, but I also talked about my team building process. And essentially, I really want to build a team that had no easy way for anyone to safe swap anything into, right? You could always safe swap something into my team, but with Dynamic Punch, like even Registeels cannot grab shields off of me, Lick Tugs. You know, Umbreon cannot grab shields off of me, right? If I have the right thing in the back line. So it just plays a lot of mind games because if you're looking my, at my team, the opponent's always trying to figure out, like, ah, what can I really bring, right? Because, like, sometimes you play a team, like, oh, this one Pokemon is my MVP for sure. Like, there's, yeah. they don't have a clear answer to it. I could always grab a shield. I could always do something, right? And that's always a great feeling because you always rely on that one Pokemon. Of course, you end up being more predictable because everyone's going to see it coming, but it's so strong that even if you're predictable, you have play. Uh, whereas my team, Everything can get hard countered pretty hard with something. Obviously, mm-hmm. if I don't bring it or I don't have the alignment for it, then you know you can still play around it, right? So it's not like an unbeatable team. But I want something where like things could not easily safe swap into. And Bastion kind of helped uh, with that situation. Specifically, Frostlass is a big one. Blaine yeah. Sunfist to a degree too, but I have Registeel as well. But you know, if I don't have the Registeel on it, um, my Bastion is another option. So it gives a lot. It, it puts a lot of pressure there, and. Uh, so yeah, even though it's like, I didn't just want to flex my signature Pokemon. Like I do enjoy it a lot, but I think it does have a lot of potential in show six. I use it in all like the go team up team formats as well. Bastion was always my steel type in show six, but it was more of a draft format. So Bastion's even stronger in those formats because not everyone has yeah. ready seal or clear Sunfist. And the other big reason is also in when I went, the last in-person big open Great League tournament I played was the Seattle tournament in GoFest. And I ran a Bastion there too. I had a Glare stuff instead of Red Seal, but I had a Bastion. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, last year's meta. Uh, and like last year's world's meta. And it was really, yeah. really good. I think it was much harder to use here because there's less town flames, there's less wall rain, there's less alone nine tails. Um, yeah, less targets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's also less Nidal Queen, which was also very strong. So, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of bounced out a little bit. Yeah. So a little bit. And there were like barely any flyers in that last iteration. So. Um, so mm-hmm. I figured it'll still be pretty good. I think more so than anything else, I got in my own head and didn't play it enough. Um, I think it was still actually even pretty strong in in this current meta. I just didn't end up playing it as much. So yeah. I'd agree. Um, that's my yeah. So that was my that was my slight downfall there too. And, and a lot of people have lantern. Lantern just beats Bastion too with that surf. You know, before it's like with Hydro Pump, you kind of have to land a nuke. Um, yeah. But, but now I, three surfs is like always a KO if you're if you're Spark or Water Gun or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, again, like in a future tournament, I'll probably bring again, you know. So just just bring your Bassy counters, you know, get ready. I, I was going to say, you're, 
you probably covered this in much more detail, but whenever I looked at your team, having not only Trevenant, but also Medicham and Sableye, that's mm-hmm. three like huge targets for mm-hmm. Noctowl, which is exactly. obviously so prominent in the meta. Uh-huh. So you're you're inviting the Noctowls out. So yeah, I agree with you. I think the mm-hmm. Bastidon could have had a lot of play. And you also have flexibility with Registeel too. So yes. I think you also put your, yourself in a position to where you had like multiple outlets you had double ghost mm-hmm. you had double steel you could like choose your approach depending on what mm-hmm. you saw on the opponent's team and uh dude you were mentioning earlier a lot of people identify that safe swap early on i see this a lot and play pokemon with swampert if there's no mm-hmm. trevenant on the opposing side oh my gosh you're dude, feasting you feast you just switch mm-hmm. swampert or you put it in the back every single yeah. game and it's like actually really really strong the mm-hmm. only exception i'd say to that is like altaria altaria can like muscle its way through but even yes. even umbreon right mm-hmm. you can you can put a lot of work in against Umbreon with Swampert. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and I think you know it's funny because I feel like Swampert's pretty hard to use in the current meta. Um, yes, because of uh, I think it just doesn't have some bulk, and then Noctowl actually kind of hangs in there now. You know, it used mm-hmm. to not be as clean, but uh, all that neutral damage uh, from Hydrocan is just not enough because the Sky Attack mm-hmm. just start adding up. Um, and they get to it much faster now. So, um, yeah. but yeah, but Swampert's a great example of that too. Yeah, as as potential safe swaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hopefully that answered your question, Leo. And if you want, feel free to check out my recent video. Um, because I'll break it down. I'll break it down for anyone that else. Yo, imagine I would I would be so honored if everyone like brings my same exact team with the same move set to a tournament. Yeah, be, dude, could you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, and he's serious too. Like, if you're listening to this, obviously Caleb has already produced this and figured everything out. But uh, literally, when we were getting set up, I saw Caleb Ping posted a new video of my subscription feed on YouTube 15 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, there it is." Mm-hmm. So that's fresh, hot out the oven, dude. Hot out the oven, yo. That video took so long to publish. I was publishing for over like 12 hours. It was nuts. Uh, was, yeah, the processing. HD yeah. Processing. Well, so no, no, not even to upload YouTube. Upload YouTube is actually pretty quick. It's publishing oh, from my Final Cut Pro software oh i think it's yeah, because yeah, of the yeah, vod yeah. footage because usually it takes about like 30 minutes to an hour max right for my longer mm-hmm. youtube videos but dude i kid you not i don't know if i told you this my san diego regionals footage video took like almost 20 plus hours i left it on overnight woke up and it was still going like i did it earlier in the day and i had to just leave my wow. computer on because publishing i was like so and like i actually canceled it dude i canceled it at like about the seven percent mark which doesn't sound like much, but 7% was already like three hours, right? Oh so I canceled like around 7% marks. I'm like, maybe something's wrong with my computer. So I like restart my computer, close all, like, you know, restart everything. And yeah. it's still just a saw. I was like, dude, I just wasted three hours for nothing, right? Dude, like, what well, no heck? videos going up today. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, what in the world? Dude, that's the worst. I think it's just is VOD it, footage. Because I just is it downloaded like in... all like the VOD footage from their YouTube. It's okay, gotcha. together. I mean, they don't produce it in like 2860p or anything. I don't know. I don't why. know. Um, it's so weird. Maybe because it's like still full screen. Because like I guess uh, like because usually when I do like my battles, just my phone phone screen recordings, it's just like you know, it's just like a, like yeah. a vertical screen, right? So it's a little bit smaller. That's my only guess. Because I think I think I've definitely made a few. Um, I've, I made a few videos where it was like my just my stream my my twitch stream like vod mm-hmm. and I, like edited that up and stuff or had a lot of it in it um like the tier list like my season 13 yes. tier list right and that yeah. took a while to publish too so yeah um but you know, maybe i just need to get a faster computer it's been a couple years <laughs> <laughs> um mj says caleb you should definitely make shorts with the cats i may have lost an hour today watching the cute cat videos on instagram oh my gosh 
dude, I love do it. it. I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we talked about, I'm not sure it was last episode or like two episodes ago. We talked about how like Wednesday Adams, like just a cat version of it, like dancing. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh, I gotta do more of that. I don't know. I don't know the recent dance trends on TikTok. I'm literally like following all these. Like I'm not even following them. I'm just watching all these girls do these TikTok dances, trying to find the next one, like the next hottest one. But like, <laughs> I don't think any have really started trending lately. But if I'm wrong, let, let me know. Let me know. I gotta get on. That. Yeah. yeah, help us boomers out. We don't know what the uh, <laughs> that's true. That's the true. latest dance is. Yeah. Um, is there any unreleased? Uh, King Duxpool says, "Is there any any unreleased Pokemon you're excited for the shakeup?" Uh, to shake up the Great League, Ultra League, or Master League metas. For me, just going off base stats, I think uh, Aegislash. I think it's actually pronounced Aegislash. I always say Aegislash, but I think it's Aegislash because it's on Pokemon Unite, so that's why um, I know about that. Um, Okay. It's a Ghost Seal type or Carbink, which is Rock Fairy, could be interesting. What do you think? This is a tough one. Um, first of all, KDP, thank you so much for the question. Um, I think I think Aegis Slash could be really cool. Ghost and Steel is really busted. I think we saw, maybe it was from Pokeminers or something. We saw some of the move sets for that appear like like a year ago, hmm. and then I think it changed. Uh, but with the right move set, Aegis Slash could be super OP. The one I'm really looking forward to though is Corvic Knight. I think Corvic Knight could be really cool. Uh, oh, that's that Skarmory looking thing, right? Same typing yeah. as Skarmory. Yeah. yeah. But the move the move pool is interesting. Let me try to look that up while you're thinking of yours. Yo, yeah, I remember I remember I think it has like drill pack or something, but I remember yeah. when that first someone first told me about it. I almost didn't power my Ultra League Skarmory. Because yes. like I'm waiting for the Corby Knight, right? Because this is a better Skarmory in Ultra League. But I ended up still making Skarmory for a draft format for Ultra League. But um Yeah, yeah that's drill a great pack, one. That's a drill great pack. One. Brave Bird. It has Sky Attack. Um, let me see. Its fast moves don't seem that good. It's got Rock Smash and Peck, but it has to have a better fast move in here somewhere. I think it has Air Slash, right? Doesn't it also have Air Slash? It does have Air Slash. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, Air I Slash. I think it's on Body PD Poke already. Yo, what? Yo, that's going to be, dude. Speaking of Body Slam, dude, the thing that pissed me off the most in, I think it was Ultra League. Uh, I think it might have been in Great League Holiday Cup too, but Ultra League Holiday Cup was Celesteela. That thing had smackdown body slam, dude. That thing was so annoying. It was so oh annoying, and like you're trying to power through with like a Giratina, but like it's still like they're just resisting dude. everything. It's such it a was on the more Pokemon. frail end, but I was just like I was struggling with it with my low nine tails. Yeah. Oh, of course. You, you, yeah, turn your <laughs> yeah. turn your nine tails into crushed ice. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was it was just crushed water at a certain point, but. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I I'm I'm thinking off of like the new games, so it might be a few years before we get this. Get this. Uh, I'm stuck between two. One, well, you said okay. two, so I guess I could say two. One is Great Tusk, which you've Ooh. seen in action. Is that the oh, yeah. paradox form of Dawn Fan, right? Fighting oh, yeah. ground type. Yo, it's mm-hmm. well, it's got close combat. It's hard. That's why I got counter too, right? It's going to do something. And yeah, then I love Dawn Earthquake Fan. too. Yeah, so. yeah, it's like a cool looking yeah. Dawn Fan. Um, and the <laughs> Oh my goodness. Bless you. Cat's sneezing. sneezing. Yeah, she's sneezing up a storm. I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh, you got a big booger actually hanging out from Yeah, her. gross. Um here, you entertain Checking. them real quick. Let me wipe this booger off her nose. She's All like, right, like yeah. stuck on her nose. You you can't really see it everybody, but Cheggy's like licking her licking her nose, trying to get the booger off. Uh but yeah, so um I think the reason Caleb keeps referencing Great Tusk is because he did use it against me in our Scarlet Scarlet Violet matchups. Uh, but yeah, Don Fan definitely one of my favorite designs. I thought the Great Tusk was a great touch as well. Um, but I do agree with Caleb. A lot of these Paldean Pokemon, we did get Scatterbug and 
uh, I want to say Crab Brawler, but I know that one was introduced prior. But we did get Scatterbug, but I don't think we're going to get another uh, Paldean Pokemon for quite some time, which is a bit unfortunate because they are super, super cool. And I will say as well, we didn't talk about this too much during the the last podcast, but in San Diego, there was a lot of attention over on the Scarlet Violet stream. It was the first ever Scarlet Violet stream at an official uh, Play Pokemon regional. And I think they had really good viewership as well, probably like six to 8,000 viewers on that stream, which is really, really nice. But, uh, you know, TCG, Pokemon Go, everybody else had like one eyeball turned towards the Scarlet Violet uh, broadcast because we were just curious how that would go. Um, I'm not sure what Caleb's going to recommend for his next pick, but I, I think maybe like uh, Dondozo might be pretty funny. I'm not sure how that would work. It's like an overgrown Whiskash, more or less. But uh, we'll see what he decides to pick. Is it a? Is it a also a Mud Boy? Is it a Mud Boy? I think it is. Let me see if I can look it up. How, how's she doing? Uh, she's good. I think it was just like I don't really understand. It was just it was just a booger like halfway in her nose and halfway not. So she's just like constantly trying to lick it. She's like giving me like a little like snarl look. Like a little yeah, thing. it's just mucus, right? It's too thick. Um, yeah, I think so. so. Dondozo's a pure water. Okay. Pure water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's using it in uh VGC too. I know I know a popular combo was Garchomp and Murkrow too. That was a pretty that was a pretty yeah. wild one too. But it's because I didn't realize this, but Earthquake in the main series game, it hits every target, even your own allies. So Murkrow yeah. being flying you, it's over it's resisting it. So or you don't you miss it, which is nice. Dude, um, I tried to earthquake a Bronzong, and I was like, yeah, this is super effective. But Bronzong is levitate. Dude, same thing with Ghastly and Haunter. I'm like, oh, poison type is weak to ground. I don't understand. Nope. What's what's the point of the weakness to ground if you can't hit it? Oh, although there is that one move where it gets flying things like to drop down, right? Or like levitating things. Yeah. I think yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah. something. There's some move like that or some item that makes it happen. But... <laughs> Um, anyway, so my other one, yo, it's your worst nightmare. Is it? You know, you know, you know, uh, in our battles. Does that something to do with scissors or shades? Or no, 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 from our BGC battles, from our Scarlet uh, Battle battles. It, it's a uh, Mega Salamence 2.0. No, 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 no. It's that, it's that Flutter main. That oh, Flutter main. Are they going to say Roaring Moon? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Roaring Moon. Yeah. Roaring Moon's a really cool one, but I don't know if it's going to be super useful. Um, it's... Dark Dragon. I mean, it's just it's just wireless yeah. High Dragon, right? Um, it has cool moves. So, like, I think it's it, I don't know. It's, it actually has decent stats. Actually, it's like it got more bulk than you imagine. Might be good yeah. in Master League, but I don't know if it'll be good in Ultra and Great League. But Flutter Main, though, that Ghost Fairy typing. Yo, wait, it's nasty. Triple resist fighting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. You're, you're basically like mi- same same combo as Mimikyu, right? Dude, it's got so. Oh, is that Mimikyu's fairy type too? I didn't realize that. I believe um, so. Yeah, it's it's got such great coverage too. You got, I mean, think about it. What are you going to beat it with? Steel types. You got Shadow Ball. You got Mystical yep. Fire, which are a fire move. Uh, what else? Ghost you resist poison. So you yeah. can't use poison to beat the fairy type. Yeah, it's only neutral. Yeah. What is it weak to? Rock. Yeah, it's got rock. But I mean, well, rock's not the best typing. But hey, you know what? Bastion though. Bastion's going to do pretty good there. Is it weak to rock? Yeah, because oh no, it's not weak to rock. Sorry, I'm thinking about the fire because it has mystical fire. It's not even weak to rock. You're right. It's neutral. Uh, well, uh, Bastion probably know. still beats it though. Yeah, yeah, probably. It probably, <laughs> it probably it's probably one of those with only one weakness. I'm just trying to think of what it is. Well, yeah, let me look it up real quick. But um, oh, it's weak to ghost because fairy doesn't resist ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so it's weak to oh, itself. It's only weak to Great. two things: ghost and seal. That's it. 
because of fairy typing. Oh, steel. That's right. That's you right. got mystical fire. You got coverage. And plus, like, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of steel Pokemon aren't throwing steel moves, right? Glaring Stealth yes. isn't. Registeel isn't. Bastion isn't. What's Metal what's Claw buff move? when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You might be maybe if you're too abundant for that shadow metagross and greatly, you'll you'll be you'll be having a good time <laughs> yeah. of life. But I'm pretty sure a few a few hexes from that Flutterman, you're ready down to half health. So <laughs> for sure, yeah, for that's sure. actually yeah. That Pokemon, no wonder why that Pokemon is so good. It's only got two weaknesses, and one of them it it's it's got it's got coverage for both. You got mystical fire and go. Yeah, dude, that thing's gonna be busted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should get back into it soon. Um, in the maybe we should. stuff, yeah, maybe we should. We should, maybe we should try to stay. It. We should try to stay current with like whatever rule set they're using at the next region. Yeah, dude, I'm so lost. I'm so lost on all that dude. stuff. Yeah. I try. I try so, to learn so about much it. To learn. Yes, I get so motivated. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna learn. Like, I'm gonna learn more VG today. And then I take one step in, and I see like how many steps are in front of me, and I'm like, you know what, dude. <laughs> It's like it's like if I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna learn organic chemistry, no problem, right? I hop in, I'm like, dude, I gotta get back to basic chemistry first. Like, yeah, is, yeah, it's a it's a mind boggle, but it's um, intense. I do want to do that. I got I got a friend of mine that's willing to, or one of my patrons too. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to the Dark Knight, uh, offering to trade me some stuff too. I was like, oh, you want anything back? He's like, nah, nah, you're good, you're good. I got I got you a pretty good ditto. I got you. I was like, oh. Hook me up, man. There's a there's a seven star. We can get, we can get speedy to shave again, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, is it is no, Greninja now the thing? Yeah, I haven't been no doing chance. raids or anything either, too. I, I'm really behind. Yeah, me yeah. too. But, yeah. So there's always but, more to do, but yeah, I guess I guess like long answer is short. Uh, those those Pokemon would be really cool to see added to the game eventually. But like I was telling him when you, when you were helping Shaggy, I, I think it's just going to be so long until we get more Paldean Pokemon. It's, it's just yeah, gonna, well, it's going to stink. There's only two Paldean forms, too, which is the wild part, mm-hmm. which I'm actually surprised by. But maybe they have more, like, DLC content. I don't know. But it's Tauros and Whooper, and that's it. There's no other Paldean forms of Pokemon. Like, Toad School or wherever that, like, tentacle-looking or tentacle-looking <laughs> thing. It's, like, a different Pokemon. Yeah. It's not a Paldean form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. That one cracks me up because there's so many memes about it running so fast. No, does it run fast? Dude, that thing just always annoys me because I don't know what typing it is. I still don't. <laughs> I'm like throwing all these not very effective moves. Cause like like sometimes in, in Scarlet and Violet, it shows you what's super effective when you're in battle, but a lot of yes. times it doesn't. I'm just like, wait, what? I was like, you, why you, is it because I didn't meet it before? It's like not in my yes, context. Is that why? You have to, uh, you have to experience it first. Like once you land a super effective move, it it unlocks it and tells you. Dude, I'm what's experiencing super way too many for. L's first before I even see anything <laughs> else, but um victor oh Martino says adding to the conversation of play pokemon tournament accessibility even though the tcg mm. has the most players i'd say it's the least accessible i used to go to tournaments for video game before switching to go and i talked to some people that said they used to play the tcg and they said they were spending two thousand dollars a season on new cards in different decks they tried granted buying a deck doesn't have to be that expensive but still when you're trying to qualify worlds you need to stay up with the mega uh, I think or, meta. I think meta, yeah, because sets get added like every three months or or something. Yes, that's a really great point. And not only that, I was talking to a guy. Oh, dude, now I forgot his name. I think his name is Sam. We I I mm. met him actually in Brazil when we we're in Brazil, and he was eating uh, breakfast with one of our casters, and uh, and then afterward, um. I forgot his name, right? He just briefly introduced me. And then we were on the same flight from LA to Arlington. 
And okay. so he was wow. literally sitting like two rows behind me. He's like, hey, he's like, he's like, I was like, he's oh, sorry, guy. I just read your Aaron Zang. But he didn't say he didn't say a name or anything, right? He knew I was the Aaron Zang at least, right? He knew I did go. And so it's it's I'm pretty sure his name's Sam. And so it's funny because we get off the plane, right? We go to baggage claim. I was like, hey, look, like I'm about to take like a like a lift over to the convention center if you're nearby. He's like, Yeah, my hotels are nearby. I was like, Yeah, just hop in my lift, it's no big deal. He's like, Yeah, you sure? I was like, Yeah. So we're just chatting. I was waiting for my luggage. We talked for a while and I called the lift. And like while we're walking the lift, so we've been talking for about like 20 plus minutes by now because we walked from the gate and we got the luggage, but almost 30 minutes. And he's like, Hey, um, this is gonna sound really bad, but like I, I don't remember your name. I was like, Oh, that's totally fine because I did not remember your name either. <laughs> so like we we're both like refer like talking to each other without actually saying each other's name. And yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure his name's Sam. He's like, I was like, okay, at least I'll, go. I'll remember now. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll remember too. And hopefully I did remember because I did say I was going to remember. But anyway, he he's actually gone to Worlds too. Um, he he oh, was like nice. num- he was like number one or number two seed in all of like North America in a couple years ago. Yeah, but then he took Holy a few crap. years off and like you know he got married and he's like trying to have kids and everything. So like he's he's been playing BG uh, TCG for a long time. He was telling me about all decks and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I got like two thousand cards in my backpack right now, right? Like I can make a new deck if I need to." He but he was saying so not only is the cards, I mean the cards can be expensive if you want to get all the up to date meta decks like Victor said, especially when they re- release a new deck, right? When Lugia's like that first like Lugia recent deck came out, like yeah, Lugias are gonna be hard to find, right? Because they just came out, but so they're gonna be more expensive. But the other thing is. What Sam was telling me is the travel it takes. It costs so much money to travel to all these tournaments because you need championship points for oh. TCG, right? And MVGC as well. I think TCG you might even need more. I don't know because there's so many competitors. Yeah, I think they do. But he said he he there was one year he took like, I think he said he took like forty plus flights in a whole year. Dude, that's wild. There's only fifty six weeks in a year, right? Yeah, forty something flights. Because oh, he was also he was also doing like consulting something. So he was he was flying for work, mm-hmm. but he was also flying for these TCU tournaments. And mm-hmm. he was just like living out of a suitcase. But it gets expensive, right? I mean, he got definitely got a frequent flyer miles for sure. But yeah, um, but that in itself, and and he and especially for TCG and VGC, because internationals are worth more championship points. It's it's a very different culture than Go right now. And yes, I don't know if we're going to go that towards that direction. I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but. Uh, they go to like all the international suit. Like I, I don't even know the TCG, TCG or VGC uh, people that well, but I see the same faces from their scene, like from competitor scene, at like all these internationals, right? Brazil, yes. like you know, EUIC. Like I'm sure, like mm-hmm. OCIC will be a thing, and NAIC, like all of them, right? And like for us, it's more like it's regional based, right? Like most of you, like at LAIC, it's all the Latin American players, right? And it was cool to see too, for sure. But I think if we do get to the championship series time period, we need that many points. You might see a lot more North American players traveling and everything too. And yeah, yeah it's, it gets expensive just traveling, doing all that stuff. I think I think that's a really good point because when you buy the trading cards, unless you unless you go to like a specialty store or you go like on eBay or something and you buy like the card that you need, if you need a particular you know Pokemon, a particular energy, particular uh, you know whatever card, uh, you can you can get those cards, but at the same time, if you just buy the packs, you're just, it's essentially like playing Pokemon Go, but the only way you get your Pokemon is through raids. The mm-hmm. only way you could get a Pokemon is to pay for a raid yep. pass, right? Exactly. Because you have to 
buy the packs. So I understand where it could be it could be super expensive. There was that young trainer, young female. I think her name is is Piper, I believe. Oh she, yeah, yeah. She ran the Mewtwo, uh, the Mewtwo yeah. deck, right? Yeah. Remember the discussion around her and how much she had won. Dude, yeah, she, she she won two regionals already, and she still couldn't qualify for Worlds. She won and, and two that's, regionals. <laughs> that's not 128 Pokemon Go players. That's not 250 yeah. VG players. That's over a thousand. Over a thousand person regional. Dude, we only have 128. I didn't even get first place, and I qualify for Worlds, right? Like easy peasy, right? But yeah, you, she, she's got to go to all these other ones. Yeah, yeah. you basically sweep 2,000 person tournaments, and you still aren't qualified for the <laughs> World Championships. That is, that is BS. Come on, yeah. come yeah. on. No, it's uh, it's. It's tough, and I, I do I do recall in my conversation with Sam, he was also saying, and I've talked with other VGC and TCG players and casters as well that said this. It was much easier to qualify for Worlds when they had local events because then you had to travel as much, so you get championship mm-hmm. points from participating in local events too, like in your town or your city, whatever something you could drive to instead of actual like a regional or like an international, right? Like regionals sure. are supposed to be for your region, right? But at this, I feel like at this point in day, and international too, right? For your international area. It's it's now it's just like you just go to wherever you can, right? It's not like the regionals on the West Coast, people on the West Coast go to it. You know, people in people in mid Midwest, they go to Midwest one. Um I mean Pokemon Go it's still a little bit like that to a degree, right? I think a lot of players, like a lot of people in San Diego was their first regional because they're on the west side um yeah. of the country. But even then you'll see a lot of people traveling to these. I mean, like I don't know, how many how many regionals has Arrow been to so far? Did he go yeah, to Baltimore? I'm- he went to Baltimore, right? Yeah, Baltimore, we, we have a core. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Arlington. LA. Or San Diego. Mm-hmm. He's going to San Orlando Diego. too, right? Yeah, he's traveling yeah. The, the country. I mean, it's, but it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, like, even Pokemon Go is starting to turn into that, right? It, it kind of reminds me of the old Sylph Mega days. Where yes. We used to have Sylph uh, Megas yes. around the country. But we used to fly around there with nothing to win. <laughs> like just, just That's true. Them, no money. Just the, just the experience in the, the ranking, experience. right? Once in a while, they have like a little prize pool, but nothing, nothing wild. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think you're always going to get that, uh, you know, traveling player base, right? People are always going to go if they can afford it. And I think that's good. I think we need to encourage that. But uh, I would love to see Pokemon Go activate more local communities and get local trainers involved. Yeah. Um, not saying it's the numbers expensive. would be huge. It's very yeah. expensive. But like, you know, if, if the tournaments were active on Campfire and there was like marketing about oh, them, you know, people could I'm actually like go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, there could true. be ways. That's true. You know, speed is cheap with all the ideas, you know, all the Dude, ideas. Anyway, thank you for grow. yeah, thank you for the question, Victor, or, or the comment, Victor. I think it's a very, very valid point. Um, Omiyaki says Caleb says he has all the receipts, but I received him calling a battler the wrong name. Dude, how could you? How could you? What What did I say? <laughs> I don't even know. You, you're the one who said it. Tell us. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who did I call the battler the wrong name? I mean, I'm sure it happens. I, I probably called Sam the wrong name, and I already said I wasn't <laughs> going to forget his name, and here we are. Oh, it's all in Armington. Possibly. Question. Possibly. I mean, you know, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. You know, this it's, is when the old age starts hitting you, right? Because I used to, like, it's... remember all people's names, and now I'm, like, don't think back, like, yo, what was that friend I had in college's name? I don't even remember. I didn't even have COVID either. You know, some people that have COVID, they have like, like they have long like COVID. The long COVID, yeah. I mean, one of my friends, it's not. I don't know if it's like long COVID, but he he has some like memory issues since having it, and he got COVID in twenty twenty. He's like, dude, that's so. Scary. He told me about this like a year ago. So and like we're like really good friends. So we see see each other like multiple times a week when I was in Atlanta. We used to work out together. Really good friends, mm-hmm. and like one of my best friends. And he he's like, yo, Caleb, like 
I gotta tell you, like the other day, I was driving, I was thinking about you, I couldn't remember your name. I was like, "Well, you saw me yesterday." He's like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "It's like that long COVID, man. I'm not sure." I think that was pretty much it. Maybe his sense of smell is not as good as it used to be, but yeah, yeah, long COVID is was one of the scariest things to me, and that's probably one of the biggest reasons I was so cautious during the pandemic. Yeah, because people like had it, and then years later, they still couldn't, uh, they still couldn't function at their jobs. If it was yeah. bad enough. No, there's some like people are like debilitated, like they came out walk. Like previous track stars in their twenties are like in wheelchairs. Like it's wild. Yeah. I don't I, I don't really understand. I mean it's just it's just COVID's been around for like not that long, so it's not well yeah. studied and stuff. And like who yeah. knows? Um but I have a friend of mine too. Uh actually technically it's an ex too, but anyway. Um it, but she posts on Instagram. It's fine. I was just clarifying exactly the relationship here. But she posts on like Instagram every single day. Uh, or like on her story whatever and like you know we still keep in touch it's not a big deal but but she posts every single day about her long covid symptoms it's wild i was like dang, dang. this girl's like struggling yeah yeah, yeah. i was like dang scaring me but you know but luck but luckily we don't have long covid but we still get the names wrong <laughs> sure yeah, yeah. long story short <laughs> so is i that. don't i don't have an excuse uh besides just my old age i guess maybe i need to eat some more mushrooms or something like i saw this ad on instagram it was wild but she was like did you know that mushrooms are such a great source of blah 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 and she she lists this person lists like six or seven eight different mushrooms like you gotta eat this mushroom for this for brain growth you gotta eat this for like skin elasticity you gotta eat this for like eye health and also like all these random mushrooms i've never even heard of it's like or you can do a simp you could buy our supplement product and just like a powder right? oh right. come you on know, that's how they sell you right that's how they're like like oh now you eat a scoop of this and you're 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 cured for life right this is like it's the, a commercial the fountain of yeah. youth right here right six mushrooms will just get you there i don't know what kind of oh, mushrooms come on is. Let just no. like let me figure out what that mushroom that's just grow in my closet you know I was gonna say, dude, you might turn into a mushroom if you eat that many of them. You might turn yeah, into an among amongus. Amongus, yeah. <laughs> I do play a lot of Among Us, so that's pretty much it's the same true. thing. Yeah. You're you're halfway there already. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I did see Alice in Wonderland too, and you know, those mushrooms can they can come in handy, man. You go like yep. Ant Man like that. That's the original Ant Man. Alice in Wonderland's mushrooms. Shrink and go big. Like That's true. I dude, I forgot about that. Yeah. But dude, it, what's going on with my, my brain? I, I didn't remember that. <laughs> Maybe you need some of that mushroom too, man. I'll send you some of that mushroom powder when I get it. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Just don't send me the bill. You can handle that. <laughs> Yo, six mushrooms, whatever that product is, come sponsor us. We'll try the mushrooms. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should do like a before and after, you know? Like we're, we're on the podcast. We're like trying to remember like things. And then like two weeks later, yeah. we've been on this mushroom supplement. We're like, yo, I recall we'll, everything, right? We'll play we'll play those memory games where it like flips a tile <laughs> and shows you and then flips it back over. And you have to remember which one was which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'm feeling the effects. Yeah. Right. Hey, maybe beard growth? Maybe that could be a big thing hey, too. Is there a beard mushroom asking for I don't a friend? No. And it wasn't really in the ad, but maybe there's like a seventh mystery mushroom, you know, that cause she didn't because there was a woman that was doing it and she didn't seem like she wanted to grow a beard. Ah, so maybe yeah. she, she didn't want to add in the, the beard growth mushroom, but yeah. You know, like I mean, be, you know, teach their own, but I, I yeah. get it. Men's health. <laughs> um, Gilm Clacy uh, says, if Caleb is not coming at Worlds, does that mean the third place at San Diego gets the invite? Um, I don't think so. Is my, I actually don't know, but I don't think so. Because yeah. I think it's, I, it only cascades down if I already earned an invite and I like win another regional, right? Yeah. Because uh, then there's yeah. no point in me getting two. But this is kind of like, 
because this happened last season as well in our first season there are multiple people that got the invite that chose not to go to worlds whether it was travel yes. issues visa issues they were sick they couldn't afford it they're busy mm-hmm. a bunch of different reasons and those invites didn't cascade out they didn't like call up like the third place person like yo yo like you can go london now right like it's i think yeah, it's just right. you get invited if you don't go you don't go right um but there's yes. there's already especially for pokemon go like pokemon unite's a weird one because there's only a certain amount of teams um so like there was really just missing teams for pokemon unite but pokemon go there's there's like a hundred something people one less person or two a few less people is not going to change the bracket much and there's yeah. a chance too that if there's less people they open more spots in the last chance qualifier they had a true, last chance qualifier true. in london we don't know if there's going to be one in yokohama this upcoming year but that's always a possibility and i think they it was two people i think that qualified through the last chance qualifier yeah I top believe. two e- stone EJB collection and, and, and EJP, right? yep. yeah yeah yep. so so maybe they could do that i don't know but um yeah for that it's if if i don't if it's... i don't compete i mean should just beat me should just be yeah it, in my mind it's essentially like if someone got the invitation but then they declined it and they just decided yeah. not to go right yeah. instead of like what happened with me weedle who won a regional but because he already qualified prior yes you know, prior... then it goes down to inadequacy yeah because he's yes. already qualified yeah exactly yeah. if he wasn't qualified already and he decides not to go to worlds yeah. then inadequate doesn't get that invite right exactly so that's the only reason that why was... cascade down to inadequate yeah and that was a question too because the seniors division got absorbed so we weren't mm-hmm. actually sure if he would still qualify but we got two instead of just one to yeah. qualify robin weedle i would right? i would love for pokemon go to grow to the point where we could have a senior division again and maybe even a juniors division um because yeah. VGC and TCG, they're just so big that they have these seniors and juniors divisions. And it's like a nice, like, little, like, stepping stone. I don't know. Seniors for this game is, like, a little different. Cause I think seniors for VGC and TCG typically are not performing as well as the Masters. But for this game, like, yeah. there's a lot of really good seniors. I mean, we already won another regional, right? Like, yeah. Like, what the freaking man? Well, look, look, just think about our, our seniors from last year. Uh, Hot Pocket and Bird Power both have already qualified, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hop like a bird Dude. power as well. And we're dodged making like top eight like almost consistently. So Yes. Um, like King said, it Pokemon Go is a young, a young player's game, you know. Yeah. Don't forget about he me. You said that though. a while back. Don't forget about me. Maybe I already started yeah, taking that know, mushroom, you know? The, 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 the reverse aging process started. The, the occasional mushroom mushroom <laughs> uh, dosing boomer can make it in, but you know. Yeah, I'm the mushroom king. <laughs> uh Twastel says Please, please, please teach Speedy how to pronounce DeFi's name. What? And what then, is it? And then MJ commented underneath saying, uh, they're writing the Greek letters like like the Greek letters or or DeFi. D-fi-e. Even with not participating in the Greek system in my uni, I recognize her in-game name right off the bat. Yeah, I've recognized that too, because DeFi um was a sorority on our university campus too. You yeah, say you but, you say D uh, like a lot of people say DeFi, which is fine. DeFi. You Duh-fi. say DeFi, right? I don't know where does the duh come from. It's not. It's like it's. I don't understand. Like, like, dude, it's because I got style, dude. Come on. What? How do you say Donald Duck? You're not saying Donald Duck, right? You're saying Donald Duck. What do you mean DeFi? It's Donald. It's Donald. Donald. <laughs> Like, is that the Mississippi and Speedy? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You always say Duffy, and I, I feel I don't remember it was Twastel that said it or so. I feel like at least other people have said it too. Like, yo, why is Speedy always saying Duffy instead of DeFi? I'm actually really curious. I think DeFi listens to the podcast too, so she I'm does. Curious, she does. What are your thoughts? Right? Do you like do you like the Duffy or do you like DeFi? 
um, or, or what the situation. I right? think I think she's just too polite because she's never once corrected me. She's never ever said D Phi E. You know. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, but maybe now she'll be like, "Wow, now that they're giving me the opening, let me, yeah, let me grill Speedy here." A She's bit. like, "This has been on my mind for so long. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sick of it." Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure where you got the Duffy from. I think you're the only person that says it too, actually. Oh man, that makes me it makes me unique. Thanks. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. You're the only person to shave a beard too, from a GBL bed, to my knowledge too. So you're just racking up the uniqueness we're, here. We're making history out here, man. That's <laughs> true. That's true. So, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, DeFi, DeFi, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm curious. I was gonna say something too, but now I'm blinking. But anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, Tosa was asking right. another question too. What happened to the weekly Scarlet Violet showdowns? Also, still waiting to see if you guys will implement my idea. Wait, what was his mm-hmm. idea? Oh, uh, t- uh, Tastewell wanted us to do a GBLA uh, <laughs> style showdown. Once a week, oh. where we play blind teams of three, best of three. Blind, blind teams of three, best of three. Yeah. The problem that is, like, I don't know how to, like, showcase it on this. Sh- or I guess we could just, like, I guess, like, a video edit yeah. some stuff. Maybe it, we'll save it for could... a special occasion. Maybe, like, on episode 100, you know? We do yeah. a showdown. Look, we there's could, already enough. Them... I, you know, that Twastel brings up a great point. We'll get more into this later, because... It's been so long since Battle Speedy and GBL. I don't even remember the last time. Our ELOs are just way too different these days. You know, we just don't even cross the same like thousand rank mark. <laughs> but well, I'm just stating you know. facts here. I'm just stating facts. No. Oh, oh, dude, I was gonna tell you. I was gonna tell you. Yeah. So, um, during my my stream yesterday, I was playing. Uh, I was playing Lantern uh-huh. with uh. Obstagoon and Trevenant, and I beat your team not once but twice. Which team? As soon as Which I team? see, as soon as I see the Trevenant lead, and then I oh, you're talking about the old team though. Into the my old own team Trevenant, su- the, 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 the old team super weak to uh, Obstagoon, and the Shadow Drapion comes in. I'm like, all right, I won this game. Twice. Yeah, but, but but the old but the new team though, the new team, never heard of it. The new team, you're going to hate this. Noctowl, Sableye. Umbreon. It's a trap oh, killer, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm just yeah, defor- yeah. deforestation coming in. <laughs> coming in hot. You got no play. All right, you win the lead. You come in obstacle for sure, right? Into save by safe swap. Sure. You have to burn a shield, sure. right? Or take yeah. a return. You're then- down shields now. Knockout beats you, right? Without spending a shield. Even if you boost, right? It's not the end of the world. And then Umbreon. Trev, Who to one shield Umbreon. advantage? Yeah. Uh, uh, yo, I got people catching foul plays on their Trev in the back. And I was like, dude, don't mind if I do, right? I'll snarl <laughs> you down. Dude, it's, dude I'm really like, such a beast. It is, it is. What, yeah. When did you when did you decide that it would be useful? Was it after Toronto or did you just like pick it up because you saw in the current meta? No, uh no, I literally made it like last week. Um right uh, on but Thursday. Saying, but I'm saying uh, like the, what was your inspiration? Uh well I was just seeing like I I so I haven't played Open Great League this season, right? So I wasn't even sure what to run because uh, yeah. they had like other clubs. But because, you know, uh, I think I was just worried about Q time. So I just wanted to do Great League. And I was just brainstorming. I was like, you know what? Knocktail Double Dark is pretty good. There's not a lot of Charmers, right? Um, and if you do run to Charmer, Knocktail's not too bad into it. And alone Nine Tails, like you have some play with Sableye and Umbreon. And yeah. um, all three have decent play into Metacham. Uh, so, you know what? Let's just, let's just go for it and see. And I knew that like a lot of people running Lantern, Trev, Noctowl, like that trio, mm-hmm. right? That super 
like meta trio. Yeah, and I was triad. thinking like I was like yeah, so like yeah, triad. I was like, but if there's a tr- if there's a dead weight Trevenant on their team, we're good to go. And I say swap the Sableye. Trevenant's best matchup against that team is Sableye, which is not great mm-hmm. anyway. But if I'm saying swap the Sableye, they're never staying in. They're never bringing a Trevenant in there, right? So yeah, I even avoid that matchup. So I was just thinking back in my mind, this could be pretty good. And one of my really popular teams back in the day, before like Weatherball was a thing for Ninetales, is um, Noctowl Double Dark. Or no, not Noctowl, uh, Tropius Double Dark. So I had that Tropius Double Dark team for the longest time. I really enjoyed it. And it's essentially another Flyer Double Dark team. And so I ran it. Gotcha. I was killing with it. And my patrons were like, oh my gosh, this seems like cracked, right? And they're like climbing with it too. And I played it on the um, Pokemon go stream as well for go battle yeah you did you did yeah, you yeah. Did. yeah so that's i, okay. I play that every single battle yeah i have a bone to pick with you about the stream as well well what happened what happened dude i gave some misdirections but <laughs> three hours of caleb paying battling uh-huh and so we got one bastion we got one bastion i did lose it there one. i think i misplayed it too i forgot what i did there i think i shielded something i shouldn't have shielded talk about false advertising dude Jesus. I, hey, look look <laughs> I'm a I'm a well-rounded guy, you know. I'm not just about the Bastion. Yeah, I'm uh, more than just Bastion. <laughs> um, you know, we're about to transition our next topic really smoothly here. But uh, speaking of smooth, Manning says, "Nice beard, though." Yo, Manning. <laughs> Manning. That, that's the homie right there. What's up, man? That's true. That's true. He took a appreciate the he support. Got, he got his he got his message deleted. <laughs> what? From, uh, remember from the Twitch stream when he said, "Nice beard, though." Oh, yeah. that's, nice right, beard. that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Where did you post that? Did you actually thank someone from uh, the Pokemon company for like? I I sent it to our production team and they laughed. Oh uh, wait, where did you post that? Is it in Discord? I'm in or a separate one? No, no, it was DM. It was DM. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The privacy. I, I got you. I got I got a few chuckles out of it, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see their reactions, but I guess uh, I guess I I can't. I guess secret. Can't. But uh, speaking of. Go Battle Weekend, we had the awesome opportunity to stream uh, three hours of our battles on Go Battle Weekend this past Saturday, too. Uh, so if you didn't great. tune in, it was on the official Pokemon Go Twitch channel, and it was kicked off none other by Beardless Speediest Chief 2. Uh, a beard Recovery. Beard Recovery. Beard, beard, beard Recovery. Beard Recovery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What no, was your experience? No, it was great. That? Dude, it was so much fun. Uh, so essentially what we did was uh, for three hours, myself, uh, Caleb, HM London, and Softov got to showcase our Go Battle League battles. Um, we kind of talked amongst ourselves about what league we wanted to play. I focused on Great League. I think that uh, London played mostly Master League, maybe maybe entirely Master League. A little bit of Ultra. Yeah. Did. I can't remember. Did you play any ultra or were you in great league? I just like a great Spark. league. Yeah. My, I, I was, well, I was sitting in like really dangerous queue times. I was like in the 32. Uh, so like, gotcha. I was like, this is going to be a bad look if I can't get battles. Right. So yeah. Um, well, I, I had a little bit queue times, but not nothing, nothing wild, which I was thankful for. I, I kind of had a feeling cause go about weekend. Like you don't want to get them in queue times. So I wasn't super worried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think we we mostly focused on Great League then, but uh, the goal was really to have like an informative stream, right? Like we're doing our Go Battle Day battles. You can join us. We can talk through the matchups about like why we make certain decisions. Um, I had some really fun like close wins uh, in some you know pretty pretty interesting games. But we mm-hmm. gave away these awesome codes in the chat as well, which is really cool. Uh, we we actually gave away forty of these codes during mm-hmm. the day, and each one had an, an elite charge TM, which is actually mm pretty sick and um 
I know like some lucky people few for sure though. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it was like very, very limited, but uh, on the same token though, I felt like it was cool because if you're used to watching the play Pokemon productions, right. You're, you're used to a lot of, a lot of pomp, a lot of circumstance, right. There's a lot of uh, production value that goes into it. Cause there's a whole team behind it, but it was cool to just like kick back, do our go battle league battles, try to be informative and get people involved. I think we had, I think we had like 900 plus viewers at several points, mm -hmm. which is actually like, yeah. pretty pretty sick i think you pulled in the most amount to my knowledge uh yeah I, that was probably when it was early and people didn't really realize what was going on with the code and then they probably got like a little <laughs> discouraged as time went on. They're, like, they're like oh i don't think i can win it so i'll just come back later you know but yeah uh but no honestly we're uh, like caleb said we're like super grateful to niantic for that opportunity because mm -hmm. um they put a lot of trust in us like as individuals yeah. you know to not not have like another window pop up and like play True. some music that's like really offensive or something or like yeah. make a mistake or screw something up so uh huge shout out to niantic and caleb uh, did a great job on his stream even though he played no bassidon which <laughs> <laughs> i had some interesting moments i had one uh shield ko as well on my opponent so it's a knockout oh, mirror, nice. and, and I knew oh, this I would happen that. because it happened to me the night before. And so essentially, if you both have high rank knockouts, you both get to a third sky attack if it goes unshielded. And if and if you throw it first, a lot of times they try to wing attack you down, you because yeah. because you either wing attack down or they throw and you shield and you get you get switch managed with the wing sky attack. But I knew that they're probably literally at one HP because I've seen that matchup happen to myself. And I throw it, and they shield, and it gets a shield KO, and just dominate from there. But it was it was a pretty Dude. cool moment. I saw I saw cool. Ross Ross posted a clip where he was trying to take switch advantage in a Shadow Drapion mirror. <laughs> it was with my they, team too. You saw it. You saw it. Was, it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, it was a uh, Trevenant Shadow Drapion Bastion team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they threw the freaking Aqua Tail, and he got shield killed. And he was like, "No." Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I did see that too. So yeah, it was a great time. Uh, hopefully, more to come. I'm sure you know. I I know the codes might be a little frustrating for some people too. Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss, right? I don't think they could hop like throw out that many TMs, right? Like they yeah. can't throw out like five thousand TMs. I mean, I I don't even mean by exaggerate. There were like probably over like five thousand unique actual viewers there. So it actually could oh, yeah. be five thousand, right? Um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess the the other side of it is maybe they don't give away elite TMs, they give away other items are kind of nice um so that could be a good one i mean you know that could be that could be a better option too just so people feel satisfied it does feel uh kind of weird because you're like trying to type in the codes as fast as possible they changed up the system a little bit when i was on stream but when yep. yours was on stream it was like a cool pop-up and be like it was a scramble fest right yeah drunk well, was ready thing... that's all he posts about it <laughs> on twitter that you got one <laughs> The thing is, right, like uh, for, for so many years, Pokemon Go had not really streamed anything besides mm -hmm. Community Day on that channel. And then when they did the first regional, I remember for a few moments, the stream title was actually Community Day, what, whatever it was, 2018 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Was it like, like a GoFest, I think, even? GoFest, yeah, yeah, you're right. Or something, like, it's something wild. Um, so I felt like it was really cool for them to activate the channel just for PvP yeah. on that weekend. And I think that's like a, honestly, if you look at the positives, that's like a net positive for PvP in general. I think mm -hmm. that's a huge step. Yeah, and I feel like PvP too, and maybe I'm biased here, but I feel like it's better as a streaming as yeah. streaming content than like walking around in the park. Because like the quality of walking around like IRL streaming while catching is like, it's it just like, it's there's, you're not really looking at anything. You're just looking at a phone screen, right? And yeah. so like there's not as much going on. Um, obviously you can up the technology a little bit and have like a face cam stuff, but it's it's much harder and it's... um. 
you can't guarantee that something big is going to happen, right? You're just sitting there, yeah, waiting and catching. But I know people. Some people are really into that because now I think about it, a lot of people are really into shiny hunters, right? And BGC and True. stuff too. Which well, I also am curious because I feel like shiny hunting is so easy in Scarlet and Violet. Like, does that kill the streamers' content? Like, yeah, they get they get like shinies fast faster now. But like, dude, like. Like, what's his name? Reversal was going for that shiny Phoebus for years, right? And, like, people just sitting there for years. If he got the shiny Phoebus in, like, a day or two weeks. Yeah, what, what do you do? What about all then? that content? Yeah, what would you do? It's kind of how I feel about, um, what's his name? Cowboy Hat Caterpie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. they ever give cow a Cowboy Hat to Caterpie, what is what that the... guy going to tweet about? <laughs> anymore? True, true. That's the golden goose, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. I also think like from a brand risk perspective, they're always looking at, you know, how they can minimize risk. And mm -hmm. if you're like out in public, there's no telling what somebody's going to do. If yeah. somebody's going to like shout something or go streaking mm -hmm. or whatever, and you can't really control that IRL. So, you know, mm -hmm. exactly. just, you know, just exactly. thought. Yeah, that's such a good point. I didn't even think about that, but you're, you're totally right. And like Dude, DMCA I, music, like that can happen all the time. Yeah, like, I, I remember... I remember GoFest Seattle. I had left the park, or not GoFest Seattle, but GoFest Chicago mm -hmm. before the pandemic. I like left the park and came back into the park, and I just walked in some other random entrance, and like nobody was standing there. There's no security. I was like, wow, people can just like funnel in and out of this gigantic park whenever they want. Yeah, it'd be so easy for someone yeah. to like you know walk exactly. in. Exactly, that happened in Chicago too. I thought it was like I was like it was yeah. like do I check in? They're like no. Once you get in the nope. geolocation area, it just activates. So. Yeah. Seattle was a good time though. Um, I hope that they do go fest there again. I mean, obviously, I'm biased because West Coast and stuff, but like, yeah. it was it was a nice park. It, it felt like Chicago it was. was like like very busy. Seattle was busy, yes. but it was like it was like you still felt like it was like cozy, you know? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. So, it was beautiful weather that day too, which is fortunate. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess it's pretty good weather in Chicago as well, but um, during that time of year, but yeah, especially mm -hmm. in Seattle, it's a great time, great time. Um, but anyway. That was a good battle weekend. Thank you all for joining in. And if you didn't join in, you want to check out twelve hours of odds. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can check it out on on the stream between myself, Speedy, HM London, and Soapdove. One game of Bastidon. Yeah, it's like finding a a needle in a haystack. You know, <laughs> it'd be like that. It's a it's a rare occurrence. It's like a it's like a shooting star. Okay. It's like a purple unicorn. You know. Um. But uh, anyway, we got some events coming up. Yes. And first one is Noibats. So let me just mark this real quick. But if you are a YouTube listener, you'll see the graphic on the screen here. But we got Noibat Community Day too, which is going to be an interesting one. Um, it is going to be on February 5th, which is kind of funny because they just released a Shiny debut and now they're giving it a Community Day. So for those I actually know a friend of mine who has a Shundo. Her name is Hillary. And she has a Shundo. No way. And yeah yeah it's 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 on um i think it's just hillary fan on twitter mm. but it's her pin post and i when she hatched i was like yo like let's go like and she was posting in a group chat man and i was like yo if you post on twitter easy 1k likes and she's like i don't think so i was like i'll oh, retweet yeah. it don't oh, worry yeah. right so i retweeted it and when i was streaming that day i also told people like yo go like her thing and go retweet it for me and she got over k one 1k likes yep, but now yep. you know that Shundo's not going to be as rare, so unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate. But yeah, she hatched. I think she hatched a bunch of eggs to get that Shundo. I don't even think I hatched a single Noibat that week. Um, but anyway, that'll be on February fifth. Uh, still a little. Oh, it's it's during the Orlando 
regional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Event. Yeah. Sunday. But it's a Sunday though, luckily. So two p.m. to five p.m. Typically speaking, regionals are done by then. Typically speaking. Um the San Diego one wasn't, but I think that's my fault because I dragged you I, out. I think I think we're gonna end at like two or two thirty and then just run yeah. run to go play. Oh yeah. Cause all right, so there's Noibat, right? And shiny Noibat, I mean it's already a shiny, but that's a thing, but still kind of rare shiny at the mm-hmm. moment until community comes around. Noinvern uh if it evolves into Noinvern, which I think is like four hundred candies. Yeah. But um yeah, or up to five hours, it will get the charge move boom bursts, which is a hard hitting move. Um, in the main series game, I think it's somewhere a a little bit between Giga Impact and Hyper Beam. Jeez. To my knowledge, I think I looked at it. So it's probably going to be like a nuke move, like Hyper Beam or Giga Impact. Yeah, is it going to be useful PP? Probably not. But you know, it it is what it is. Uh, what is it? Dragon flying typing? Dragon flying, correct. Dragon flying, yeah. So, um, so typing's great, but I don't know. The move might not be super good. Maybe they'll change the move in the future or. I think it does something specific in the main series game. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, but here's the big one. Yeah. Triple Stardust. Dude, I'm shocked. We doing Stardust bet? We doing Stardust Are we? Are we? Dude, yeah, we should. Once you we see, should. Once you see how many Ultra Balls I have, you're probably going to back out of the bet, so don't ask me how many you Ultra got? Balls. I, no, no, no. I got no fears here. I I don't mind giving you the info if you don't want to share with me. Don't. Dude, come on. I live on a Pokestop. You but you don't have as many ultras as me, my guy. You sure? I mean, yeah, it's I'm sure. true. But you go and catch some Pokemon, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, but no, dude, I, I'd love to do a, another uh, catch contest. I, I usually do pretty well with those. Um, oh my gosh, I messed up. I messed up. I messed up big time. Uh oh. I um. So I went to spin the stop. I was like, yo, I got, I got the stop right. I had an extra X slot. No. I do this. I did this literally the other day too. I haven't collected a twelve kilometer egg in so long because I keep doing this. Well, you just have to go. <sighs> you just have to go walk. Well, now. the problem is I incubated in with my infinity incubator a five kilometer egg, so I had to hatch uh, that now. So like a two kilometer egg, right? I wouldn't feel as bad if I didn't keep doing. Well, it. well, now you just got to go. But walk, I was playing Caleb. this for like a while, huh? You got to go walk. You know. I guess so. I, haven't, gotta, I haven't moved in a hot second. You you must walk. I got to hatch the eggs, right? I got five. Uh, I got five eighty five great balls. And seven seventy ultra balls. I probably have less than you. What you got? Right. What you got? You got more great balls. The thing than is, me. I don't have any home balls. I don't have nothing to use this stuff on. Uh, I only have twelve great balls, but I have one thousand four hundred seventy six ultras. Y'all hear this, right? He's got he's got a ton more ultra balls, and that's going to be just doubly as embarrassing once he loses his bet to me. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, how about this? Uh, I I got I got it. The the lose the loser has to power up a Pokemon of the winner's choice. All the way to level fifty. Um, something reasonable. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I guess okay. like okay. Let's say if I want you to run like, I don't know. That that would be like mean. Like if a, you were like, like, a, like an Ultra League Murkrow, right? Oh yeah. Make you just yeah, power yeah. up to Ultra what, League. Right? What if what if if you did something like. Like you have to power up a Dedenne to level fifty when it only goes to like nineteen hundred. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. All right, it's gotta be okay. It's gotta be something that might be relevant that you haven't. I mean, for you, you okay. got all it does. Maybe this is a worse bet for me, dude. Almost thirteen. What would you make me power up? I spent I spent three hundred eighty five k making Sableye for Go Battle dude, Day. Is it the fortress? Is that going to be the thing? Um, I'm still working on XLs for it, but no, uh, no, for me. Oh, I have to think about it. I could power up that Bonsley. <laughs> oh yeah, the lucky Bonsley. Level fifty. 
Level 50? There's there's a lot of stuff I want to build. A lot of stuff I want to make. Um, well, yeah, but it's about what I want you to build. It's true. <laughs> so. It's true. I lose that agency. Yeah, you did say you have a couple hundo shield-ons there. Huh? I do. I have three, actually. Yeah. I have yeah. three. Nothing. The, that's the rank one for the Ultra League Bastion, if you didn't know. It's also the rank <laughs> one for the Ultra League Shield-on. So oh, my God. Double rank ones. <laughs> Jeez, dude, it's on. also the rank one for the ultra the master league bastion so you know there's no more classic <laughs> no qualms Jeez, all right i like it i like it all right let's uh we'll we'll, we'll mark it out we'll mark yeah. it out as a as a future bet let's so, bookmark that. loser has to power up a pokemon that a person's choosing we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see we'll see how how cruel this person will be you know <laughs> make may karma may come back and haunt them when they lose the next bet so we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see triple stardust all right you know it's gonna be let's great do it yeah let's do it yeah so um oh wait do we do the rule where if it's weather boosted it just doesn't count because it's just like too hard over well it probably won't be weather boosted because it's windy and like true we're really gonna get windy weather yeah i think it i think it is based on location so yeah i think we should have yeah 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 yeah. but i mean it's probably not gonna be windy here in california and it's probably not gonna be windy in mississippi right so yeah we'll see all right all right we're locking it in we're locking it in so stardust it's a good one yeah but um, I think that's pretty much it for that event. We'll see how it goes. I mean, again, Boom Burst, maybe not that great, but it could be good for, I don't know. It's like Meteor Beam. Right? We didn't think it was going to be useful at all for Rock and Roll or but whatever. Dude, or or what's, what's, the, what's the evolution? I don't remember. Um, Gigalith. Gigalith, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, but Aurorus. Aurorus be cooking with Meteor Beam. Dude, it really be. I got cooked a couple times there, too. <laughs> I cooked a couple times, but. It'd be cooking, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, February fifth. So I mean, I'm looking for the triple stardust though. So yeah, me we too. Do have that going for us. Um. So after that, we actually, or not after that, before that, we actually have a lunar New Year event too. Yes. So let me just mark that real quick. But um, we have that, and that's upcoming. Is that live right now? I don't think so. Right. Um. I don't think it's live yet. January nineteenth. Yes. So in a couple of days. So even after the release of this podcast, the day after release, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're recording mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. But it is the lunar New Year for um pokemon go or just i mean just in general not pokemon go but and it's uh i think it's the year of the rabbit so yes. bottlebees but bottlebees and veneers will be spawning more frequently in the wild um and then you know different things you can be hatching from the eggs so a bunch of wild encounters here um i'm trying to think of the good ones combi's a big one combi's a good one because you get extra dust from that um and then you get Magikarp could be useful for different leagues. That's mm-hmm. about it. Everything else, like Ponyta, Magmar, Slugma, Nummel, nothing wild there. Yeah. Um, and then, wait, is there Mega Camerupt? There is, right? So maybe getting a Hundo Nummel could be pretty good. Yeah. Mega Camerupt. Yeah, when it, when it does come to the game. I think we talked about this a bit before. I do think the XLs are a little valuable, especially if you want to build, mm-hmm. like, you know, for whatever reason, if you want, like, a Master League Darumaka or Darmanitan, I should say. Uh, that seems like fun. <laughs> Sounds like a great investment to make if you lose a bet. <laughs> this man's wanting to make a massive. If Darmanitan. if I had the hundo, I would make it. It's fun. Well, you better get to catch it, man. I you know. You never know when you might lose a bet. It's Char- only power up a Darmanitan. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, the Combi is really good. But also Paris. Those two Pokemon give you uh, boosted Stardust. So oh, Paris is going to be on here too. Yeah, it's oh, in field great. research. Mm-hmm. Oh, field research. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So stacking Paris's. Dude. Smart. Dude. Five head. It's full circle. It's full a circle. fungi. It's also a mushroom. <laughs> we on that mushroom grind. 
Oh my god, we out here. That's the seventh mushroom for us. We out here hunting shrooms. Where they at? Where they at? <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's a mushroom. It is. It's like a fungus, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a mushroom. Yeah, it's similar. It's not like shroomish, but shroomish is definitely a mushroom. It Paris literally has little mushrooms growing out of its back. Oh, it's like a bug with. It's like a parasite, I think, on top of a. Creature. It's it's formed a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't need the bottom part. We're just gonna cut off the top mushrooms, <laughs> dude. Speaking of which, I mean, this is a little. Yeah, maybe I'll save it for a different time. Okay. I don't know if it's appropriate in the podcast. So okay, it's nothing I did or anything like that. But it was just it was a TikTok I saw of like, let's just say uh, they were cooking. They were cooking. Uh oh. So, All right. They were cooking. Yeah. Um, I'll send it to you after, and then maybe you can see if you think it's it's something we can't get <laughs> talked about. Here. Okay. Okay. Um. Yes. Okay. So that's pretty big. Oh, you've also encountered Flareon too in the wild, which is kind of nice. That's extra, cool. Yeah. Extra dust too. Incre- uh, so event bonus: increased chance to encounter shining Darmaka. That's a pretty okay. good. One. I think I have like one or two, but nothing yeah. too wild. Increased chance for lucky Pokemon in trades. Okay. Very nice. That's not bad. I mean, if you're trying to. Need... Sorry. Go ahead. I'm trying to get lucky. Um, what's that thing called? Togedemaru. Oh, dude, yes. Could be interesting. I saw King yeah. caught a hundo, and he said future Ultra yeah, Leaf yeah, Spice. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I wouldn't mind catching a hundo, or, like, but I want a lucky hundo. Save me some dust, man. Mm-hmm. Save me some dust. I like a um, chance of becoming lucky friends, too. Yeah. I, I think if you're trying to level up, if you're trying to go from, what is it, 48 to 49, you need the 100 luckies. I think this is a good time to, like, increase your trainer yes. level as well. Yes, absolutely. You do. Um, and increased chance of getting lucky friends. So even if you don't get them from random trades, you get lucky friends to it. You do trades from some of that. That's another yep. lucky trade right there. Two times Stardust from opening gifts. One additional special trade made a maximum of two per day. Okay, that's kind of not too bad. I mean, we had yeah. a whole GBL season of that. So like, I'm, I'm like not as impressed by that, but it is kind of nice to have that again for this event. And then uh, during the Lunar New Year event, trainers can choose from several bonuses as a reward for their time research. I actually really like that. Because we had that during the uh the winter holiday events. Yes. And that was cool because I chose the Stardust Pass and Me we had too. double dust for the Deli Bird. I, was I know. Cleaning up. I, I, that dust. I like this uh two two special trades per day because it means mm-hmm. if you're trying to re-roll things for Ultra League, like Kabalian, Tapufini, that kind of stuff, that's a good time to do that. Yes. Yeah, it's the only problem though. <laughs> it's paired with increased chance for lucky Pokemon. Right. So, Dang it. <laughs> I, like, I already foreshadowing a lot of lucky, like, low friendship Cobalion, Verizion, Guzzlord traits. No. But, <laughs> yeah. It's double edged sword, but it's okay. It definitely is. Um, yeah. And then, so, yeah, the different special research and all that stuff. And then, um, seven kilometer eggs. Rare loose in the seven kilometer eggs. Kind of nice. Kind of mm. nice. Chingling. Uh, do you get extra dust from Chingling? Because um, the evolution has. I think it's just Trimeco, right? Oh, is it just Trimeco? It might just be Trimeco. I believe. Um, Darmaka, glaring, Darmaka. Eh, it's okay, but um, Scraggy's not too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. if you need the Ultra League one, and then yeah, different stuff in the raids. Regice is coming into raids. Hmm. I mean, I, I tried Regice. I'm not super excited about Regice, but like, it's more so. Regiseal and Regirock might be on the horizon. That's yes. what I'm hoping for. Yeah, same. I tried Regice in Ultra League back earlier on in the season, I think. And yeah. it was just, it's Reg, Regice is not it. It was ranked so high, too, in the, um, what do you call it? The uh, the Ultra League Holiday Cup. Maybe that's the one. Like, I, no one ever used it. Yeah, maybe that's a cup maybe I that's tried. What I used, yeah, yeah. 
I that, think you told me it was like underwhelming, even though it's ranked like number five. Super, super underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. You probably just need to land every move. Um, yeah. Oh, on top of that, the field research, there's a bunch of different things here, but in mm-hmm. Hop of Paris, we got Combi as well. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah, that's Extra legit dust. for Stardust. Dude, Stacking Combies and Parises leading up to Noibat Day? Dude. 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 Yeah. Your brain's about to boom burst. Uh, I'm going to need a mushroom after that. <laughs> Yeah, we in, we're gonna be on that mushroom diet. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, yeah. But oh my god. Anyway, uh, so that's a that's a fun event, and it'll be it'll be coming up soon. I, wait, how many days is the event? Let me double check. It is from January nineteenth to January twenty third. Yep. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing during those days. Getting some mushrooms. Hell yeah. And some honeycombs. Which was worth more? Is it combi or Com- is it combi seven fifty? Paris right. is five. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, don't, I won't turn down no mushrooms, but I guess right? the is the way to go. Yeah, he's the way to go. Uh, anyway, um, that being said, GBL season thirteen. What's the what's the elo? At? I I was watching your stream yesterday, and you had yeah. a push to expert and stuff. I feel like you've been saying push to expert for your stream title or for like a while. I haven't streamed in a while. This is my first stream. Oh, in like, well, in okay, weeks. okay. Maybe I'm thinking about the Pokemon Pokemon Go Battle days. You'd be like, oh, the oh days, get to expert. Right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, days, yeah. Get to expert. So I was at twenty three ninety one to start Go Battle Day, and then I got like to twenty seven hundred by the end of it and oh, then I, that's I, actually quite the climb uh well it's over the weekend. by the end of the stream no, oh, no, no over the weekend over the weekend oh okay, um okay, okay. so not not as impressive as, as i would like but but i got to uh expert on stream yesterday which for this right. time of this podcast would be two days ago and mm-hmm. uh yeah it was fun almost got it to 28 but then i had like a 1-4 so i'm back down to 27.50 but yeah you know you know we're getting there we're, we're not on the we're not on the caleb bullet train all right but we're uh we're getting there. Yeah, I've been speeding, dude. You know how like every season, like Arrow be DM me. Maybe not every season. He does a couple times. He's like, "Yo, race the legend, race the legend." I'm like, Elvin's like, "Nah, bro." Dude, not he always good. is. But I outpaced him by a couple weeks here. I beat him yes. by over a week this time around. I wasn't even like racing no one. I yeah, was just doing my thing. I was impressed. But maybe dude. because he wasn't he wasn't racing. Yeah, I I think was, yeah. No, no, Arrow. No, you were right when you when you first said it. Arrow's always racing. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he yeah. There's is. no. He's always tryhard mode. There's yes. no casual Garrow mode. Yeah, there's none. That does not exist. <laughs> yeah. He always wants to win every single yeah. game. Uh, but I was just impressed because like you got it really quick, and I think that you latched on to something early on in the meta that really worked for you, and that's where you're able to do. Yeah, it. I had that Florges. The Florges, the single move Florges. The, <laughs> the single move Florges. Um, yeah. But I was in the impressed. video. It's all double moves. Everyone's like, "What are you talking about, single move?" I was like, oh, "Trust me, trust me, trust, trust." It was single move for like three sets when I was trying to hit legend. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna take this opportunity one more time to shout out to my fiance Morita Pokemon. She Yo, beat she so many. Through, she beat Arrow as well. Yo, she Arrow, House Stark, Jangles. Jangles, right? All our friends, dude. Just call them out. We just we just lined them up and then just drove a bus over them. Uh, yeah, to, dude. But that's yeah. hey, you and know you, what? For her, it's fine. It's a party bus for you. Yeah, it's a party you, bus. You and you and Morita party in the party bus we're, we're both on board it. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah here it comes hit the gas caleb i'm like i got it <laughs> exactly exactly but no 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 uh, huge shout out, out to context, her that sounds so bad for getting yeah. for getting a uh, legend in master league uh with a really busted team dude yeah. I, I gave up raiding dialga after i hit like 400 something xls i was like you know what I'm I'm like a hundred XLs over where I need to be. I'm just gonna like, do <laughs> you don't trades. have the hundo. I don't have the hundo. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna still do don't? trades. Screw it. Yeah. Uh I still don't have the hundo. But uh oh, I, I got a couple for you if you want. 
increased chance of luckies what um sure but to la we'll do a couple trades <laughs> but, but she was doing uh she's doing dialga kyogre kyogre sorry she says it uh she says it that way she says kyogre so i got confused uh dialga kyogre <laughs> you got confused you're saying defy every day <laughs> Duf- you just said it you just said it what's that i know i'm saying it the way you say it uh, so you know what i'm talking about if i said defy you'd be like who's that freudian slip uh <laughs> But no, she's using that team, and she she just played it to perfection. But yeah, so, yeah. Wait, so so it's 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 Dialga, Kyogre, and then what was the last? Lugia one? is the same. And Lugia, yeah. Yo, I love yep. it. Yep. Wait, that's really tough to wait. Dialga. So what do you do against a steel lead? Like, don't you you just you she, just sack the like? How do you how like do you bring a Lugia into the steel lead? Because you don't really do great into it with Dialga, right? Yeah. So so she typically stays in and tries to catch a move. So if it's like a, oh. a drill run or an earthquake, like with with uh, like Excadrill or Metagross, she tries to catch it on Lugia, um, but she mm. just keeps she'd the Dialga around with energy. Yeah, she'd be catching. Yeah, be for catching. sure. For sure. Nice. Oh, I do love a I do love a Lugia. You, you tag me as some Lugia tweet too. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever uses <laughs> Lugia as a bot. The... No, not her. Yeah, I was like, why don't you tag her? I'm a, it's, it's your fiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. Uh, but overall, though, season been going well for you. Yo, you know it quite well. You know why? You know why it's going well? Why? It's it's, it's another it's another great day to be Caleb Pang. You know, we had a bet a few weeks ago. It's that uh, first person to get to number three sixty five on the leaderboard or higher this season. And the bet we designed the next merch that I item. It's gonna be yeah. a t shirt humiliating the other person. And the loser has to give away five of these shirts to other people at like GoFest or something down the road. I want to see. I want to see what you design. <laughs> oh, just, don't worry. It's I'm gonna <laughs> come up with something good. Okay. I'm gonna come up with something good. Maybe I have like maybe I'll actually be cooking you in a pot, and it's like beardless dude. Be like ah, dude, that's a little too violent. Maybe <laughs> like maybe. evil. It's just like evil witch like theme. Yeah, right. But I, I think something. I got. I got. I got something in mind. Okay, I got something. All right. Okay. Okay. Something We'll see. see. We'll see. We'll come up with it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, well, well maybe uh, in a future week, I don't know if I'll have it ready by next week, but maybe in a future week or so, we'll like, we'll debut the design on the podcast. Right? I'll like hold it, hold it up to the camera for the YouTube audience. So you got to come in and tune out and be like, oh, dude, that'd be, that'd be dope. Okay. Yeah. And you can see, you can see Speedy's genuine reaction when he sees you. Like, oh, <laughs> like, that looks just what? like me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. You already know what pick I'm using, too. Yeah, don't even don't even need to don't even need to think about I, it. I just tried to focus on what I could control, right? The the pick that I actually <laughs> chose as my profile picture that was like the tenth take. I did so many uh, different takes, and I was like, yeah, this one's gonna uh, be my profile. Yeah, yeah, but um, that was good. Yeah, I think uh, after we made that bet, like literally like a day or two later, I yeah. I got I the leaderboard dropped, and I yes. was in range. I think I wasn't in range right away because I like dropped a few ones, but like the next day I was I was in like top hundred or something, and that peaked. I peaked at uh, rank sixty nine on the Dude, leaderboard this which, past weekend, which is actually perfect. That's like yeah, that's like a well, nice, right? that's like a well cooked mushroom. It's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we on that mushroom grind. Anyway. <laughs> Another bet, another bet. I'll throw it into all time bets the record here. We'll all right, throw it in. Let's do an update for sure. Yeah, I updated six to four. Six to all four. All right, I got oh. some work to do. Can't wait. Can't wait till Noibat comes around, you know, ready to pop that one in. I'm confident. Increase it lucky number seven. 
you know, it's, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. Um, what's the, uh, so what's the tea? What's the tea now that, you know, we, we got Dude, two weeks of tea to catch up we on. Got, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. A lot of stuff. You kick it off for us. You're the, you're the sure. tea master here. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the mushroom master. You're the tea master. Um, so, okay. So the first segment, right? We got two tea segments here. So if you're not interested in this first one, stick around for the second one. Uh, but the first one, <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about, uh, was toxicity in Twitch chats. And we've seen mm-hmm. a lot of streamers lately who have come out and they posted twit longers or, you know, extended threads about why they make certain decisions or like why certain things are happening in their streams. And a lot of it comes down to um, how the chat is treating the streamer directly in terms of comments they make in terms of sniping uh, in terms of, you know, just how they're treating the streamer who's like, you know, sitting there reading all the messages, putting up with it. Um, And I really feel like this whole thing is interesting because we're seeing like an evolution of Twitch, Twitch chats because Twitch is a platform, right? Obviously existed way before Pokemon go PVP did Twitch has always been like a trolling environment. People are always posting memes. The, uh, you know, the reaction emojis are always like really cheesy or like really gross. And it's always been like a, a very, um, I don't want to say hostile environment, but there's definitely a lot of like, you know, back and forth on Twitch. And um, mm-hmm. some of those Twitch chatters are like the most loyal. And we saw this a lot in CCO's channel, right? Because his chat would come in when he was streaming and they'd be so toxic. They say so many things. They, they call him a loser. They say he was ugly. Say he sucked at the game. Uh, you know, they make <laughs> all fun true, of him. by the way. All, <laughs> they'd say all these things about CCO, right? But they would show up <laughs> yeah. to his streams time and time again. And he would, you know, get 300, 400, 500 viewers or more for his, uh, for his streams. And I feel like a lot of people who wanted to stream who got into it later saw that and they're like oh man that's how twitch is that's how my stream needs to be if i'm going to get a good viewership that's what i need to be like i want to you know be similar to cco so i get the same Mm -hmm. viewers because they're loyal they're active and they're fun and Mm -hmm. a lot of streamers in my opinion tried to pick that up and they've been going with it for you know a year two years and now they're sick of it and they can't take, mm. you know, getting sniped five times in a row by their chat. They can't take like making a misplay and then everyone in the chat being like, Omega Lull, Terabad, you know, awful player. Why is this person <laughs> streaming? Let's just raid somebody. This sucks. You know, they can't take yeah, it anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's just interesting to me to see like people set certain boundaries and then change their minds and be like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. Like it's, it's affecting mm. my mental health and I want to change it. I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what do you think? Um, that's interesting. Well, so before before I share what I think, what what is so what is your so you said it was interesting, but what is your what is your take on the situation? I guess in terms of like what I think about the post. Well, not not about the post itself, like, but like the the whole concept of like. Um, so I, I feel like so like I'm a, a good, I'm. Like, I'll t- this. I think I know. I think I know what you're getting at. So I'm a big believer in setting culture. I feel like mm-hmm. the first time you show up to a new like group or a new job or a new task or a new role, you have to like set the culture from the very beginning because once you mm-hmm. set a culture, it's very very hard to change it. Uh, if you walk yeah. into work one day and everybody's just kind of standing around uh, and they're not doing much and they're not very active, and your manager is like, "Ah, oh, whatever, I don't care." Based like based on that experience, and maybe a couple days after that, if if it's the same, you're going to settle into that routine, and that's how you're going to mm-hmm. believe things should go. So then, when things change, it's really disruptive. You're like, oh, I actually have to like go and do extra work and like you know extra tasks. Like, what is this? Uh, but right. but 
but it, you know, on the opposite side of that, if you walk into work and everybody's really hands-on, they're doing their, their job and they're actually like going above and beyond, you just assume, assume that's how it always is going to be. So the problem I have is like people set this culture in their streams where it's fine to like snipe the streamer or make fun of them and tell them, you know, how they look a certain way and like, you know, laugh about it and pretend like it doesn't bother you and then like change your mind later and say, oh yeah, I actually don't mm. like that. Right. I feel like it falls on the streamer to set a better culture and a better example and not to just like bend over backwards to accommodate people who actually don't care about them. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that's a good point. I think so. I'm trying to wrap my head around this too. Right. Cause you're saying like, Oh, people like watched these streams, like C especially like CCO, right. And be like, Oh yeah. Like that's the kind of content I want to make too. Right. It's fun and stuff like that. Uh, I feel like not only did they see it, they might've been in those Twitch chats, right. They might've been participating and be like, yo, this is my friends. Like I'm we're all roasting CCO together. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, roast me next. Right. Like I'm, I'm ready for that, you know, for the limelight too. And I feel like it's, it's probably like one of two, it's probably like a different, a few different things. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if people would put themselves in that situation or even, like, talk to people on Twitch unless, like, until they saw CCOs, like, those kind of streams, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's very, like, some of it's, like, kind of Twitch culture in general, but a lot of people weren't exposed to Twitch culture until, like, Pokemon Go streams. Mm -hmm. I know I haven't, and, you know, some people some people have. Like, I think CCO was, right, because he was a big XUC fan and a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. So he actually knew Twitch culture much better than most people yes. going into it. Yes, he did. And so I wonder if part of it is also, like, if you're in those chats and you're finding a great time, you love the roasting, you love, like, the different, like, you know, like making fun of like the streamer posts and stuff like that and the copy pastas you're like yeah this sounds like a great time i'm having a great time i don't let's try it right because yeah. and they might not have known what they're signing themselves up for right because it yes. might be like yeah on the receiving end this is not as fun as i thought it would or like i mean like yeah this was fun the first like few months but like it's been a year and it's getting kind of old right mm -hmm. but but for the viewers they're, they're still having a great time because they've never been in that situation right i think yeah. like maybe these uh streamers that came after cco that try to emulate that or other streams you may have seen, uh, you know, now that they're on the other side of things, the grass is not always greener, right? Yeah. In that regard. Agreed. So I wonder if part of it's that. And then the other thing is, like, I think we all have, like, different role models and stuff, and sometimes we try to emulate, right? Um, my own personal philosophy is I think, like, as much as you want to emulate someone else, at the end of the day, you should still try to be authentic to yourself, right? And who you are, right? Like you're like, I mean, I, I, I say this, but I think I think it's true. Like no one, there is not going to be another CCO, right? You're not going to be the next CCO. You could try to be, mm -hmm. right? But you just, even if you're trying to be, everyone else is already trying to be the next CCO too. Like you're no different than the other people, right? Like he's the original and um, his thing worked because not only was he the original, but he did it well and everything like that, right? And I think like not you can't you can't try to be like CCO because you're not CCO, right? Like everyone's gonna be a little different from CCO, and maybe they're similar, but if you're trying to be like him, it's a little different. And I don't want to put words in people's mouths or whatever. Like maybe they're not trying to be him, but I think uh, for some that are emulating that style and trying to be like that and try to mm -hmm. gather that sense of humor, um, I think it works if it is your sense of humor too and how you talk but if it's not really how you behave on a regular basis i'm just like then like why why do, why put up yeah like why like why you pretend for several hours yeah. a day yeah exactly and and you know it's it's a very common thing right on not only twitch but youtube and online social media like oh we're doing it for the content we're doing it for the content and i feel like doing things for the content at a certain point can get like pretty exhausting right because you're yes. you're impersonating something that you're not 
unless you're doing for the content, that's who you are, right? I feel like a good example of this is actually like, I feel like Logan Paul and Jake Paul are great examples of this, right? They're like always doing stuff for the content to the point where I feel like that's just become who they are at this point because they've yeah. been doing stuff for the content since like, dude, they're like Disney kids, right? Weren't they Disney actors when they're younger? And they start doing Vine and then they start doing like yeah. YouTube and then like now they're like doing all, I don't they know. They've just been doing, writing right? whatever, whatever wave yeah. comes. They're like, yeah. They're trying to do the most outrageous thing after most outrageous thing and most, you know, and now like it's like almost becoming green in terms of like who they are. But, yes. you know, maybe their personality has changed because of that. But, you know, that's that's the thing. Like when you do it for like I, I do not believe that when Jake Paul and Logan Paul were born and they were like in like they were like this. Right. Their whole yeah. life. Right. Yeah. Obviously, you could change all your life and stuff. But um, it's like a balance. Right. Like there's things we do for content like you shaving your beard for the bet. Technically, that's doing it for the content too, but yeah. it's something that like you didn't really have to change your actual identity for. You just had to change your physical identity a little bit, right? Yeah. But you didn't actually change who you were as a person. Like it's not like when you commentated or when you talked, it was any different, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't change as a person, right? Like if you change as a person, then you know your fiance would really be mad at me. Yeah, right? Not right. only that, I physically yeah. change you, I mentally change. You'd be like, yeah. so shave shave speed chief is more mean than beard <laughs> chief, right? That'd be wild. Right? I I did get yeah. some comments that um bearded bearded speedy was better with technology because i had a lot of image or a lot of problems <laughs> excuse me a lot of problems with my screen mirroring on my stream yesterday oh yeah you can blame me for that one i guess too. <laughs> yeah, um yeah already did yeah so i think it's um it is interesting too yeah i think you bring up a really interesting point right the whole like yeah this is fine it's fine to do this stuff and then eventually one day you say it's not it is like weird right if you're on the receiving end but at the end of the day, too, like I still support streamers that say that because you need to set your boundaries too. Like, like I'm not gonna fault them for not setting their boundaries ahead of time because they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. And now they said it. It does feel weird, but at the end of the day, like again, if this is like I, I'd still rather see people post about this kind of stuff and say, like, hey, I'm setting my boundary now, right? Yeah. Like that's maybe good. like I wasn't setting, I didn't set it earlier. I wasn't being my authentic self, but this is who I am now. This is the kind of streams I want. This and this is for the best. Or it's possible you change, like, you know, you just change and, like, things things change and whatever, right? Because here's the thing. A lot of people on, uh, well, what happened to your camera? <laughs> my, my dog oh. just bumped into it. Yeah. Oh, you're talking. Okay. I was like, yeah. I'll be yeah. right back. Um, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, Go I will. Yeah. So my whole thing is, uh, what was I going to say? Most people... I don't even know if you can hear me. <laughs> but um, so actually, I'll just wait for him to come back because I don't want to say something. He's going to be like confused. Anyway, hope you're all doing well. All right. We'll sorry. just pretend we said something really big. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Were you able to hear me that whole time? or No, no, no. I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just, man, we really talked about how you changed as a person too. You did a lot of stuff for the content and here you are. I know, dude. I sold out. Inauthentic. Yeah, I sold out. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, so what I was going to say is, um, I think it's very interesting when you meet a lot of these streamers in person because mm -hmm. majority of them, from my experience, are not like who they are on stream. Yes. CCO is a perfect example of this, actually. The godfather of the Pepega content, right? Because I've known CCO for a long time before he even started streaming. I know him since 2019 when we're doing self stuff. He was like, my first time meeting, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm like such a big fan, blah, 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 and whatever. I was like, I was like, all right, cool. I was like, nice to meet you. Like, you're a nice Canadian dude. I was like, yeah, Canadians are nice. And then I found out later. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but no, no, but we've been friends for a long time. And like, I've always enjoyed spending time with him and like 
like he's a good friend of mine, but his stream persona is wildly different. Right. And even in person, sometimes he has a stream persona a little bit. Right. Because he knows he's on like some people are trying to take videos of him or he's taking pictures of people or like they're kind of expecting him to do that. So he's like kind of mm-hmm. egged on by it. Yeah. And maybe also his some of his confidence has grown from streaming. So that's also part of it. Um, so maybe he feels more comfortable being himself in that regard. But I would say his true authentic self is not like his stream persona at all. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Right. But just something to expect. Like when you meet him in person, you'd be like, what? I, 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 Poke King is another great example. Actually. Yes. Yo, yes. One of the first clips I saw of him, he was like pounding on his desk and he lost. And this like backdrop like fell on him. Right. And he started laughing. And he was, I was like, man, this guy really be raging. Like, what the heck? All right. I know he this new steroids. But at the time I was thinking like, man, I was like, was Roy Wish kicking in or what? Right. Uh, obviously, it's not the case. Right. He's all natural. But um. But when I meet him, when I met him, he's like super, like he's he's introverted, he's quiet, but he's super nice and stuff. And he's like yes. not his stream persona. But of course, you can't do that when you're on stream. So there's no fault to him behaving like that on stream. But it is, it's very different, right? And a yeah. lot, most people and most streamers are like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty consistent, but may, maybe I don't. I feel like you're also pretty similar to yeah. your in-person versus not. I think I think there's a third version of Caleb, and I think that's podcast version. And I think podcast <laughs> podcast, version? podcast version of Caleb likes to stir the pot, and we don't even see that. Uh, you know, in okay, person say, on the streams. Uh, well, the for, the fourth version of me is real bad that I don't show. Yeah, that that's the kind I get canceled for. I think you see it, right? I do get a, a little times. kick out of um of roasting people. You see me do that a once co- in a couple while times, couple times. Yeah, but yeah. but to your that's, that's my that's my true dark persona. You know, that's it. That's the eighth mushroom, the dark mushroom. That's Darth Darth <laughs> Caleb. Darth Payne. Yeah. Um, yeah, Darth Payne. But to your point, like if anyone listening has seen CCO stream, CCO in person is like low to medium energy. He's thoughtful. Uh, mild, he listens yeah. to you. He's very mild. Like you said, perfectly, he's perfectly said. He asks you questions, right? Like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about this? Like, he actually looks at the conversation. Yeah. You know, he really is low energy. I remember when I was battling on um and San Diego, he's like, Guys, don't don't do this. Like, don't don't bracket reset, man. Don't bring this fifteen games. I was like, I was like, I was like, fifteen games. I was like, I was like, oh, all right. I was like, yeah. we'll see, we'll see, right? Because we're already we already have five games in our previous one. I bracket reset, and then look, we ended on a fourteenth game. So I was like, I told him right after when I lost, I was like, look, I I kept your I kept my promise. I didn't bring it to fifteen games at least, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, dude. He's like dragged it out man i'm ready to go home I was like, hey, right which is not, not what you expect at all he's not like stream scre- judge yeah he's not <laughs> yeah. screaming and raging and like cursing behind the scenes yeah games graphing for you were just yeah it was, games it was was, yeah was, go ahead yeah games was the same way games was was very much like mm-hmm. you know reserved to himself uh when we met in london like very very cool guy yeah. right but not at all yeah, like like you cool. described like high energy um yeah. i would say like kaiser's pretty consistent Kaiser's like, a, he's <laughs> yeah, a fun time. He's a fun time like, no matter what. Kaiser's what, yeah. Kaiser is who he is. Yeah. Yes. Which I, I love too. Kaiser I mean, doesn't change. I mean, it's, it's, I don't blame people, especially if they're more introverted or like lower energy or like not as loud for being different. Cause most streams, like you have to, unless you're like an ASMR stream, like yeah. most streams, you have to be kind of animated. You have to be like, you know, entertaining. You have to, you, you're literally sitting here talking to no one, right? Like there's a chat going on, but literally like no, no other sounds, right? Yeah. Like, like, so th- unless you're on a voice call with someone, it's, that's it, right? So yeah. it's, you have to, you have to fill up the space somehow and be entertaining, right? And so mm-hmm. sometimes being outrageous is part of it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a. Uh, it's an interesting situation. I think know. we agree. I think it comes down to like setting boundaries and, and I'm a big person. I'm a big believer in culture or like I was saying earlier. Um, I really feel like what you 
what you accept when you first start off, it really says a lot about what you are going to accept going forward. And it's tough mm-hmm. to like, you know, change. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think so. It's my opinion. Um, but you know, I do, I do commend the different streamers for coming yeah. out and saying, you know, like, Hey, look, I'm gonna draw the line here. Right. And it's exactly. good. It's, 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 it's never, it's never too late. Right. It's good. Um, it's good to set that boundary and see like kind of how people adjust. Right. And like, you know, yeah. like maybe people, they were cool with it. They thought it was funny before and they, they're tired of it. Right. It's yeah. a little rebrand or whatever. And um, I don't fault them for that. But I mean, I didn't like it when I was close to legend a couple seasons ago and I had not seen a hair across in like, I don't know how many sets. And then I'm pushing for legend in like the 2950s. And I see three hair across in one set. The season you didn't hit legend too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember I was, I was watching like, your stream. I was like, dude, what is this? Um, yeah. It's not fun. You always got that in the back of your mind. You'd be like, is yeah. really sniping? Like, yeah. What? And also sniping is against Twitch TOS, by the way. Like in general, I mean, in any game. Yeah, but people be doing it. People, people be doing, doing it. it all the time, right? Um, but no, yeah. no, to your point, right? Like, I, I think I, I think I had my fun earlier when I was like, yeah, this is interesting, right? You know, maybe there's a bit of sarcasm in, in my voice there. And it's not like trying to come from a place of superiority in any way, because, you know, I love to, I love to grow the game. I think it's important that more people are streaming. I wish more people would do it. And if the alternative that we're looking at is that people don't establish boundaries and they continue to let this wear them down until they stop streaming, I obviously don't want that, right? And like we've like we pointed out indirectly, I know a lot of these streamers, like I'm friends with them. I've met them. I really care about those people and I want them to succeed. And I just, I think it's good that they're establishing those boundaries now. I just, mm-hmm. I guess the, the the hint coming from my voice was just that I've seen those toxic people before and it's, it's hard to say no to getting additional viewers. It's hard to say no, yeah. especially when you're trying to grow and you're just starting. It's really difficult to like turn people away that come to your stream every single day. Maybe they make like a comment here or there and you like try to brush it off and you'd like accept it so you can get more viewers. And I get that, but over time it does have an effect. Right. So like early on, I did have to like push multiple people out of the streams uh, in order to maintain my own sanity. Right. So these streamers are doing the same thing, which it's good. Yeah. The numbers is a huge part, especially with Twitch too, because you're competing for different, you're competing for the same audience. Yeah. And, you know, as much as, as many people as play Pokemon Go, there's less people that play PvP and there's even less people that watch the streams. Yes. And, you know, it, it, you know, it's, it's almost like, um, <laughs> it's like kind of a weird analogy. You know how like, like when a king dies or something, right. And you got like, their disciples or like the other people like fighting for control yeah for like it's power. like a, a power it's like cco when he stopped yeah it's a power vacuum it's like when cco stopped streaming consistently all you were like yo i'm trying to be the next cco right it's like it's like game of thrones style right yo i feel like there's a funny meme you can make out of this with like people's <laughs> like faces dude. that'd be pretty funny i'm not really sure what i'd be making the meme for besides a reference to this <laughs> moment, right but... right but I feel like it's like it's like a House of Dragons situation, Dude. right? Where like they're they're fighting for control over who, like who'll be the next king. The the ice fans and the gains, the ice fans <laughs> and the gains from the west versus the Kaisers of the north. You know, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a really good. Uh, I don't even know what interpretation it is. Dude, you sound like you, you sound like someone. Who do you sound? You seen House of Dragon, right? Uh, no, I have not seen House of the Dragon. Dude, what? Dude, I know. You sound, dude, that was like perfect. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, what? Who do you sound like? No, I'm not, no, I'm not kidding you. It's like, no, no, I, I, I really not like they should, they should legit 
They should legit like cast you for like a no, like, grow out the beard, and they legit should cast you for something. That was that was just literally just that was literally just um angsty English English peasant. Uh, no, no, that's perfect. You sound <laughs> legit like um one of the characters from the show. You haven't even seen Game of Thrones, have you? I've seen pieces, but not all of it. Pieces, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was pretty good. That was that was really good. You would have me fooled. I'm behind. Um. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, anyway. they're all battling for the throne, dude. Don't let CCO listen to this. His ego's going to explode. Dude, his ego's too big. He thinks he's probably <laughs> too good for this podcast. He probably yeah, does. But, yeah, that's okay. Well, I put him in his place. He's not too good for it. He's watched okay. it. <laughs> okay, nice. You know, people people roast him in his Twitch chat about this stuff, right? I don't even roast him. I, I say it for real. I mean it when I say it. I've, I've seen I Caleb. It. I've actually witnessed Caleb saying it to his face. Face to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a clear relationship between me and CCO. Like, he's like... I'm the alpha and he's like the old mega. Like he's like at the very bottom of the food chain, you know, when we interact. Jesus. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um oh, dude. Yeah, he might be taller than me, but don't yeah. matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. Uh and the next tea topic. Yeah, it's Dub- uh, so double T. Let's let's double T. Double T. You know what? Let's um let's just even just throw it in here so that we can actually so that everyone can see exactly what happened. All right. So uh, let me just insert the timestamp here, but I'll post it. I'll send you a DM, DM of this so you can see exactly what I'm looking at. Sure. Um, but uh, it's going to be the first original discussion point here, and I'll put it on the stream right now. It's going to be um, Dancing Rob tweeting out about um, someone's kilometers when they did a raid. He said, might be the highest number I've seen after raid. Blot out the person's name. It was the walk star, and it was 481 kilometers walked. It has 861 likes, 32 retweets, and 100 comments with 153,000 plus views or impressions. Impressions, or yeah. Oh, yeah, views, views. And then, um, you know, there was a bunch of comments on that. One guy, Mythical Hitch, said, can you po- uh, care to post a screenshot of your kilometers walked and your start date? Then break down how many kilometers you walk per day. He said, "Here, I actually start." And Rob says, "Here, I actually started again in February, uh, 2019, though. So it's roughly about 56 kilometers, uh, over uh, 56,000 kilometers, um, over 100, uh, 1,500 days. About 38 kilometers per day. Around 43 kilometers I did between February 19th and summer 2020, though. So my ratio." There is higher, right? Which is a lot. And someone said, <laughs> the same person said, thanks for the reply. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, I mean, I think uh, someone said like, oh yeah, like walked or defense users and stuff like that. I think Rob's been, always been pretty open about the fact that I think he used like a rocker, which if you don't know, it's like a like a device you put your phone in and just like rocks it back, like literally mm-hmm. just rocks your phone back. It, and forth it mimics the motion of footsteps to trick your phone into giving you kilometers. Yes, yes, exactly. And um, and then a follow-up tweet, I just sent you that one as well, and I'll post that on our screen right now if you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, a follow-up tweet from him, and he's, he just created a poll. And he said, since my last tweet exploded, I'm curious to see what people think. Do you consider using a phone rocker, sock swinger, defit, etc., as cheating? Of course, it's not intended, but I don't since it's not considered uh, uh so of course like you know the the rockers whatever stuff mm-hmm. is not intended but i don't consider it cheating since it's not considered cheating by niantic according to the rules screenshot below and there's a poll 
And uh, out of 2,088 votes, 56.6% said, yes, it is considered cheating. 43.4% said, no, it's not considered cheating. And he posts a whole tweet and uh, uh, a picture of it. It says United States cheating stuff and it says accessing service, blah, 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 a bunch of stuff like falsifying locations, selling trading accounts, blah, blah, all that stuff. And a lot of people have, you know, critiques on that. They would say, like, I consider cheating is like using any techniques to alter a falsified device's location. That's something that Evan posted. Um, he's like, I don't know how deep it works, but rocking phone creates movement that falsifies device's location as it swings. They're getting all this discussion, right? Um, and before we go any further, what what are your thoughts on this so far? Oh, dude. Um, there's so much to unpack here. Um, so I guess I guess the first thing I want to say is that I think this doesn't happen to a lot of people, right? It happened to you and me because we have been making content for a while and we got moved up to the official play Pokemon streams. So I feel mm -hmm. like this, we've already had this realization, but I think a lot of other people have not. I think there's a certain point when you go from becoming just like, a, you know, a player or a regular person who enjoys a hobby or is involved in something, you kind of graduate from that step into a person who is in a position of influence. And mm -hmm. I feel like as being the first ever Pokemon Go world champion, um, I saw Dancing Rob's followers on Twitter go from 1,000 to 7,000 almost virtually yeah. overnight, right? Yeah. Um, when, you, uh, when you become a person of authority and of influence, it carries additional weight and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talk about like picking a hill to die on, right, as, as a very famous phrase. It feels very strange to me that Rob would pick such a gray area to kind of like stake his flag and say, I don't think this is cheating and I'm going to talk about it all the time. And, and, and the 7,000 people that watch me and the 135,000 people that saw just one of my tweets are going to uh -huh. take all this information that I say and, and, um, you know, maybe it causes conflict, maybe it causes discussion, maybe it changes people's minds. Um, I just think it's a really strange place for Rob to just stand up and say, this is what I want to discuss as a, as a person of influence, as the first ever world champion, I want to jump right into this gray area right now and just like get in the thick of it. I think that's yeah really odd. You know, the first two is interesting. He said might be the highest number I've seen after raid with like the thinking thing. Like, Oh, like, Hmm. Like, like I wonder what caused it? that, which is, I'm just like, it's interesting because you walked a lot of kilometers, walked a lot of kilometers yourself. Like it's a, it's a weird thing I think to post about. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the intention was there, right? Because because maybe he doesn't use the phone rocker or sock string or whatever he he did to amass his kilometers anymore. But um, so maybe he's like trying to turn a new leaf or whatever, right? But that being said, um, yeah, so. I, I think that is interesting, and I agree with you, right? When you're in the limelight, like, I think those things are um, are definitely, like, there's a lot more eyes on you, right? Like, before mm -hmm. he was the world champion, like, I'm, you know, he was, like, still, like, a lot of people knew him in the community, but, like, you know, people like, whatever, like, he's, he has, he's, he's always been very good, too, right? right? Yeah, he's always been good, yeah. Yeah. Um, But then he said, uh, so he, he wrote a follow-up tweet. Um, Let's see. Uh, he he wrote he wrote a a, a couple follow tweets. Yeah. So first one says, "Look at the replies. I'm not sure why a lot of people misunderstand me. I never said I don't cheat." <laughs> Which is interesting. So I wonder how he voted on that. But but, but he also oh no he said he, he doesn't consider cheating. 
He said 70 plus percent of the player base does with account sharing, maps, all, all accounts. A lot of these are tolerated. The way it is worded, I just don't think foam rocking Soxwing is cheating. And then he wrote a follow-up three-part tweet saying, regarding my last tweets, after hearing a lot of the opinions regarding the usage of phone rockers, socks, screens, defit, I had time to reflect on my former decisions. I appreciate those who reached out to me. While not explicitly mentioned as cheating in the TOS uh, terms of service, I do see how it potentially creates an unfair advantage. I've used it myself in the past for non-PVP pre-XL purposes. Mainly, it didn't affect my PVP improvements, but I do want to encourage anyone to uh, I do not want to encourage anyone to do such things now I will try to be better role model in this community using my influence and here with um, also forego any sort of walking distance manipulation consequently I will also stop using any Pokemon in GBL that benefited from uh, my prior defeat user mm -hmm. so I guess he actually used defeat he didn't even use uh, the phone rocker mm -hmm. um, based on what he's saying right there so um Interesting turn of events. I mean, this occurred over the course of what two days? Yeah, two yeah, days. Yeah, much. He, he, yeah, two days. January twelfth to January fourteenth. So you know, it was a lot of discussion. And, and I mean, honestly, like I appreciate him like even just saying all this stuff, right? Yeah, and, like me coming too. out with it because it's it's interesting, um, to say the least. It is such an interesting topic because. Yeah, people are going to account him for it, and I'm not here to defend like all that stuff. Um, but here's the thing: the amount of things that fall under cheating for Niantic is so broad yeah. that, like, in some way, shape, or form, almost everyone has broken terms of service, whether they mean to or not. I think IV checkers. I think they're technically against terms of service. You know, multi-accounting have an alt account, account sharing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like let's say I give you my account to like, you know, do a raid for me while I'm like yeah. driving or something. Or right? a lucky trade because like I don't want to fly to LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we actually do our lucky trades in person, though, to clarify. I have I have all of our lucky trades on vlog footage. I'm, I'm still, yes. Dude, I still work on my Brazilian vlog. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, those kind of things. Um, you know, I mean, dude, talking about like we we talking about coaching for PvP. There's some people that play PvP for other people, right? They just play on the account. <laughs> talking about like account sharing or playing someone else's account, like you're doing a lot of yeah. stuff there, right? Um, like you know, back in the day when raids were or, like before, like we had uh, what's that thing called? Um, fire uh, campfire. Yes. Uh, people would do raids with local scanners, right? Maybe they're not hunting down perfect IV Pokemon or whatever, but people that are doing a lot of raids. They're not just driving to these random locations a few miles away for no reason, right? They know there's going to be a raid there, right? Yep. If you're doing raid trains or whatever, you're seeing this stuff, like you're benefiting from these things. Obviously, Niantic's benefiting as well because they're getting more revenue, but there's no feasible, efficient way to actually do all these raids unless people had maps to see it, right? Yeah. I'm not a big raider myself, but like I, I, I won't pretend like I haven't been in a raid train before. I'm sitting in the back seat and someone's using a map to find the next raid. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'm here. I'll do the raid, I guess, right? But yeah. like it's, but it's, like, does that fall under terms of service that I violate or I'm benefiting someone else? Like, it's it's a, it's a really, really weird. And, like, you know, like, I'll, I'll be honest. There'll be times where I'm like, yo, I'm a few kilometers from hatching this egg. I'm in my apartment. I'm not going to go run outside in this rain. I'm just going to, like, like you shake know, the just phone. Like shake yeah, my yeah, phone yeah. a little bit, right? But, like, yeah, I mean, that's, it's like a manual 
phone rocker right it's <laughs> in like, some way so 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 if you boil it down right if you boil if you boil down the reason yeah. why people would use defit or rockers in the first place right mm-hmm. it's to hatch eggs primarily i think yep. i think that's probably number one get dust get stardust right uh, mm-hmm. Get kilometers for your weekly streak. Maybe it's to get yep. regular candies or XL candies, right? So, yeah. so not only are you hatching eggs for additional dust, you might be hatching rare Pokemon, which then you can, you mm-hmm. know, get access to early or to trade to somebody else. You're mm-hmm. getting um, increased Stardust, so you can double move. You get XL candies mm-hmm. for Ultra and Master League, and you're also getting regular candies. So, for example, like when uh, when Volibee first came out, if you mm-hmm. defitted the hell out of your Volibee, you could have a Mandibuzz within like a few days. Whereas yep. people that play legit, it take them weeks or even longer. Or you have to spend a lot on radars to get these eggs, right? Exactly. Like hatch a bunch of eggs and then you have to like hatch a regular eggs to even pick up the 12 kilometer eggs. And then you have to hatch the 12 kilometer eggs, right? So so, so like um, fundamentally, you're using these apps in order to get things from the game, right? Mm-hmm. You're not just using them just just for fun, right? Just for like XP metrics or something. You're actually yeah. using them to gain to gain leverage, right? In the game. So buddying your Pokemon too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Getting buddy hearts. That's another one. Yeah, buddy so, hearts. Yeah. So when you when you look at this and you say, Oh, I don't consider it I don't consider it cheating, right? Or I don't consider it to be problematic, but you're actively gaining from it, whereas other trainers mm-hmm. who don't use it don't gain the same way. And and the the the, the logic becomes, oh, it's just a loophole because it's not a written rule. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the question the you know again, going back to our boomer our boomer uh, analogies here, the older I get, yeah. the more I think like the question becomes the question should never be um oh my god what what is what is the phrasing you shouldn't think can you do it you should think in terms of should you be doing it is what yeah. i want to get at like it doesn't it can you do it is kind of like you know very innocuous it's very like well yeah you can but the question you should be asking is should you be doing this right and i feel like yeah it's yeah so what do you think do, should you be doing it what what's your what's your or like or, or I I shouldn't say should you be doing right because that's like almost like you're endorsing it. Uh, can uh, uh I'm trying to think of like a different. It's is like, it an issue if people do it? Is a better question, I guess. Sorry, I spoke over I you. Is is what? Is it an issue if people do it? Is my question to you? Not should you do or should you not do it? Is is it is it a problem if people do it in your mind? I I think when you do it. I think it brings into question the legitimacy of the resources that you've earned, and that mm-hmm. in turns questions the legitimacy of your uh, efficient effectiveness in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So, like if you were if you were one of the first people to get Kofagrigus, this was a huge debate in GBLA. Oh yeah, huge debate in GBLA. Yeah. Level fifty Kofagrigus yeah. within like a few days of it. Coming no trouble, out. Clef, baby. Yes, like I had it. Him and Yasser had that Kofagrigus yes. real quick. And, yeah, and they got they're open about it though. They got ripped by the community. It doesn't matter if they're open about it, right? Mm-hmm, People yeah. that lost to them felt like they were losing to a cheater because they had yeah. gotten that Pokemon in in a way that, you know, obviously you couldn't do it without third-party app help, mm-hmm. right? They felt like they were being cheated. And then the yeah. community just ripped these trainers apart. Like, this is, you know, not cool. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not fair, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, I don't know. I just don't understand how people can look at this and say oh yeah it's not a problem it doesn't matter when it obviously matters because people obviously care about it and it obviously makes an impact yeah it's it's so interesting too because especially when xl's first dropped or these yeah. new pokemon first were released well coffer grease was just not spawning in the wild right because halloween who who had like 250 something of coffer grease to trade people right like you just had one from before just to collect it right but yeah. you didn't, it wasn't going to be good 
So that was like really hard to actually have like right away. I think like ultra just started when that happened. Yeah. Um, but another one was also like Jelson, I think at Galvantula, Skarmory and stuff yeah. too. I remember this was oh, this was a year, this was over a year ago when when me and Zion first started the podcast. We were talking, it was ultra, open ultra league was a thing, or or it was ultra league premiere, not premier classic. There was no yes. classic release back then, it was just premiere because they didn't even think like, oh, why do we need classic? And then we realized. But for Ultra League, at least. And I remember he was saying, like, yo, like, I face a jealous and that thing is busted. I was like, I was like, is that good? Because I'm pretty sure my ELO at that point in time was so low that I didn't actually face anyone with Jelsons. Mm. And I just remember so distinctly my first day I faced a Jelson, I was like, what the heck is this thing? Like, this is, this, yeah, it's busted. I mean, this is before there's Trevenant. Yeah. And people didn't have Galvantula, right? Like, I, I have a Galarian Stumpfist, right? That's XL2. Like, I don't know what I was using, like a Crustle, maybe, and a Lapras. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't even, like, Gengar, maybe, but like, even then, like, you just, like, you do so much damage still back to the Gengar. And it's so bulky. I was just like, I just remember the very next podcast, it's like, dude, Zion, like, you're right. Like, that was yeah. like, I don't even know what episode this was, but it was like early on. We're just like, dude, that thing is wild. And like, I don't have one. I don't have the XLs for one anytime soon, but I'm just like, this thing is, um, it's it's pretty it's pretty nuts and yeah. um i definitely felt the discrepancy and felt like i was like man i was like if only i had one right or yeah. if only i had a galvanic or skarmory i think king even our friend king even featured a video of someone i remember on his youtube i think he got a little flack for it It was someone that climbed really high in the leaderboard with it was like a it was like a swapper galvanic skarmory team in ultra oh yeah <laughs> and and xl skarmory and uh galvanic was like super hard to find or right? you just yeah. could not have that in time and this is before oh you know why this is huge why because this was before this wasn't even a xl uh, this wasn't even a defair walker thing it was before you could get xl candies for from walking because for a few months you weren't able to do that so what it actually was was likely people spoofing mm. which is yeah. uh, arguably even worse right yeah. but i mean again like like I don't know who like it's it's weird like do you, where do you draw the line right yeah. but like I think a lot of people say like spoofing's like the the worst of the worst it's right because yeah. because you had to fly out of you know go to all these places with Galvantulas right where it's raining uh, Frillish was even more rare right in the yeah. wilds right mm -hmm. so like how do you even find that right and then yeah. Skarmory I mean yeah but like you have to go to a bunch of Skarmory nests and then trade them right for distance or something yeah like distant Pokemon too I mean if you're spoofing then everything's distance at that point but <laughs> um but. Yeah, so I mean, so yeah, so that was even that, yeah, that was before like even walking for XL Candies was a thing. Yeah. Now, all that being said, right, and I think you know, like the Yasser and No Trouble Club having that Kafka Grievous right off the bat, right in Ultra League and getting them like a bunch of wins and stuff, like it was, it's probably like a feels bad moment for a lot of people when they face them. Um, and I can understand why people are upset. I think the the thing I always struggle with is. Who is the one that can draw the line on what is considered cheating or not, mm. right? Because like I said, all of us have done something or benefit from something like that. Unless you just started playing the game yesterday, right? Mm. Like you don't even know, right? You might just be hanging out with a friend. A friend says, hey, there's a raid right here. Let's go, right? So I go. Mm. You find out later they use a map for it. Maybe you didn't even know, right? Yeah. But you're still benefiting from a tool that's not provided by Niantic that's against terms of service. Yeah. Are you cheating now? Like, I don't know. Or, or you... You trade with someone, right? I'm trading with someone that might have like a hundred thousand kilometers, and they've hatched all these volibees, right? And we're doing trades now. I mean, I didn't, 
I didn't use DFit, right, or Phone yeah. Rocker, but they hatched it with this stuff, and now I'm getting the Pokemon they hatched using a thing that breaks exactly. service. Like, yeah. and now I'm using it in battles. Like, what? Like, I wouldn't be able to get this if they didn't hatch it. Like, it's just like it's a weird like like connection that we're all connected to, mm-hmm. and like I always I always think these debates are interesting because I think everyone wants to, in some way, shape, or form, wants to be the the arbiter of what's considered cheating or not everyone has opinion on it right yeah, most people yeah. aren't like have no opinion on it but the thing is just like at the end of the day like what's what's one person or 150,000 people's opinion gonna do right like yeah. what like who who is really the one to say it? and like you said too it was a it was a pretty controversial gray area topic because yeah like most people said it was cheating but it's like 56 to 43 percent right like yeah or 57 to 43 percent like it's pretty split still right yeah and you know luckily like the polls are anonymous so there's probably more people that say like it's not cheating they probably feel comfortable they still feel comfortable voting but again like it's that's not a that's not a very decisive landslide and i will say two things one if if it was um if Niantic wanted to ban people for it, they would have. Because they can check they literally have achievement in raids called Walkstar. They could track how many kilometers you're getting per day. They literally could figure out like is it humanly possible to even walk this many kilometers or even run this many kilometers in a day? But they haven't banned people for it. So doesn't mean they won't do it tomorrow or you know, a week from now or five mm-hmm. years from now. Mm-hmm. But they have they clearly have the ability to detect it, right? And so they're making a constitution to do to not do so, but I mean they are still putting your name out there, right? And they're still tracking kilometers, so they have all this data. Um, and then, so so that's what so I always say that when people say like, hey, "You consider cheating?" I was like, "I don't know." I mean, like, does Niantic consider cheating? Maybe, but like, it's to them at least at the moment, this moment in time on January seventeenth, twenty twenty three, they don't consider it bannable, right? Because otherwise, they would have done it. Right. There's there's that person with 481 kilometers in one day would have been banned amongst many other people. Right. Um, and so so I always default to I always say to them, the two biggest things I need to care about is one. Number one is spoofing. Number two is alt accounts. All accounts go above everything else beyond maps, beyond defit. You could defit a million kilometers in four <laughs> days, and they will care more about your your alt account than how many kilometers you have on your main account. Right. Yep. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, I'm not the one that carried the rules. I don't really know why it is what it is. They might have different philosophies around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm honestly just too lazy to even have an alt account. But I know a lot of people that do, right? A lot yeah. of people that are, are like legit people. But again, you're breaking it. They're, you're breaking their number two rule, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, 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 so, so in, in Niantic's eyes, maybe it's not in your eyes. So it's just like such a, it's such a gray area. And I, so I, I personally say like, should you shouldn't is like a different story. I always just say like, just. Just know that you're breaking one of the rules, right? They're not banning people for it yet, but they might down the road. Just something to yeah. think about, right? I, I don't... It is it is a weird area, which is why, like, I personally didn't, like, say anything on Rob's thread because it's not like I, I like, was like, oh, I don't want to shame him in public or criticize him. I actually, I actually don't know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, me personally, like, should we criticize him for it? I don't actually know. Like, morally, it's weird. You how Like, I don't know how I could me personally comfortable comfortably criticize him for walking 48 kilometers a day with a defit tool and not criticize a friend of mine that i know that used a map to 
to, to tell me there's a raid there. And then I raided it too. What are, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. next on the roast list too, right? Like eventually out of this yeah. list, right? There's this, like, it's always going cascade down eventually. Like, like, I don't know. It's just like, like we're all playing, trying to play like judge here, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, it's a, ve- it's so great and muddied out. All I know yeah. for a fact is you're going to get banned if you multi-account and you're going to get banned if you spoof. Yeah. If they find out about those two things, everything yeah. else, I don't yeah. know. I, I've always felt like, like I agree with you. I've always felt that defit and the kilometer abuse, it could be a bannable offense in the future. And that's why I haven't done it. Right. I just don't feel like, first of all, I don't feel like it's a legitimate way to gain a lot of resources. Secondly, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to do anything to like endanger my account or do anything that could, you know, disrupt Niantic or the Pokemon company. Like I recognize like what you and I have going with TPCI is a really, really good thing. And I do yeah. not want to mess that up. So I'm not going to jump uh-huh. into this gray water pit of kilometer debates. Right. Cause I don't ever, <laughs> I don't ever want to get yeah. into that nasty water if I can stay out of it. Right. Um, and again, it comes down to like, could you do it or should you do it? Right. And it, the analogy I, I wanted or the example I wanted to give was like, imagine a person who works like a nine to five job and they don't have time to like go outside and hatch eggs all, you know, all day. Right. Cause obviously they're at a desk, they're working, but the person who has defit on their phone can just queue up the incubators, put defit on, do their eight hours of work and they hatch like 20 eggs in a day. Right. If they want to pay for the incubators, it's just, it's just silly to me that you're telling me that somebody who hatches all those eggs every single day gets all those free kilometers, all the candies, all the mm-hmm. Excels, all the experience, all that stuff is not getting some kind of benefit that the person who can't do that, you know, doesn't have access to. It just doesn't. You, a- you actually get also extra dust at 100 kilometers. I've done that like once or twice Yes, when I was like really grinding hard. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I got like way more dust than, uh, than usual. It's a huge upgrade. Get, like at a hundred kilometers, but like, you know, people don't even know that most people yeah. don't even know that because they don't hit a hundred kilometers. I feel like there are two reasons Niantic hasn't cracked down on the defitting. Uh, one mm-hmm. is because you, you make a good point, right? Like you should be able to tell what's humanly possible and what isn't. But then again, yeah. that is, that is the going into like single account auditing, tracking the movements throughout the entire day, cr- like cross-referencing the GPS position with the distance. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of work, right? To do it. Yeah. And secondly, because, uh, it's a third-party app that isn't directly connected to Pokemon Go. It's just connected to the device. For example, yeah. like the modified software, the spoofing software is like a direct, it's like it has overlaps with the actual programming mm-hmm. of Pokemon Go. Yeah. But DFIT and Pokemon Go both draw from the same um, like physical location data or the same like health data, for example, yeah. the iPhone. Right. So uh-huh. it, there's no like direct connection. It's hard for them to like uh-huh. determine exactly how, the, how closely they're related. Um but the final thing I want to say is that I feel like this is very similar to the discussion we had with BMs, right? If you're the person that goes up on stage and you power whip a knockdown, everybody saw it, everybody knows it, and you got to own it. You got to own it. <laughs> and if you walk up and you have 75,000 kilometers on your phone, people look at you and they know it. And you got to mm-hmm. own it. You can't just say, oh, yeah. it's not It's not really cheating or it's not, it's not anything like, don't worry, it's not against TOS. They see the kilometers. We all see the kilometers. And if you rocked it, you got to own it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's something I do appreciate about Rob is he's always owned it. I don't think he's ever denied having a phone rocker. He's he's taken a lot of crap for it. Yes, I remember you actually called him out for it once. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. I think you said something. 
I think he said something about I've, his Columbus ones, and he said, "Yeah, he's like I use a foam rocker." He like just yeah. responded, he's like, "Yeah, I use yeah, he did." I, I probably was yeah. pissed off because the jealous and beat me in Ultra League or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was a while ago. It was before he was world champ. It was like at least over a year ago. Yeah, or something. yeah. But I remember seeing. I was like, "Oh, I was like, dang, Speedy coming for Rob today." Well, I was like, "What's going on?" Well, well, you and I, you have I, you and I have known Rob since ADL and even prior. Yeah, yeah. Like we've always mm-hmm. known him, respected him as a really good player. And like, I consider like, I, I consider myself in good standing with Rob. Like, I think we're friends. We don't talk very often, but I respect him a lot. And uh, yeah, yeah, just this whole debate was like really questionable to me. Uh, I was like, man, this is really like where you want to go with this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's, yeah, I think it's interesting. Me personally, I, I think drawing a line between cheating and not cheating is such a great line. Um, yeah. I would say, I would say 95 no, I would say like ninety-eight plus percent of us are cheaters. <laughs> I would say I would say a hundred percent of like people that play the game consistently have cheated or broken some TOS at one point in time. I would say that. I, I would say boldly say that. To actually, uh, let's say ninety-nine percent. Say ninety-nine. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know. IV checkers are so weird. Like, you, who's who's not checking IVs? Like, it, if you play PP, you're doing PP. Like, if you are trying to get a rank of a Pokemon, no one's sitting there by hand calculating it out and doing the math, right? You also don't know the possible spreads. You literally, if you use a rank checker in any shape or way form, you cheated. I think, you broke TOS. I think there's a correlation between, like, being a casual and violating TOS, right? Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the least casual you are, yeah. you know? Yeah. It probably yeah. is like a relationship there, you know, like the, the F around and find out graph, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've been F around for way too long at this point. So yeah. we found out. Too many, too, <laughs> um, too many mushrooms. We found we out. found out way too many IV spreads at this point. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I will say you also brought up a really interesting point earlier is, you know, now that, you know, we, we partner with Niantic on stuff and obviously because we were streaming. Um, that's something that you have to, if you if it's something you aspire to or someone you know aspires to down the road like you gotta you can't be doing this kind of stuff right so yeah. so yeah. like like you don't think they check our accounts right like yeah. i mean like if if me and speedy walk like a thousand kilometers tomorrow like they gonna know right they're gonna flag us like it, we, you know we obviously have to sign ndas and do all stuff but like they yeah. they check to see if we'd be like good representatives of the community exactly and so yeah. like these are these are things that you know I mean, not everyone's, most people won't do that. Most people don't even care about that. Mm-hmm. But that is a really great point um, to make for those that do. Yeah. You if know, you, if you have aspirations, if you have aspirations to work with Niantic or the Pokemon company, it's not a, it's not a good start to, uh, you know, be vocal about these kind of debates. Oh, Caleb, yeah. You remember that? You remember yeah. that Pokemon you traded me from Singapore that one time? I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. It was a Singaporean egg I hashed. <laughs> I'm joking. Got from my friend, Brandon Ton. You there know? it is. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know. Don't worry. I, I thought I, I really thought about my alibi speed. Don't try to, don't try to do this. Come on now. I'm ready. Fair, fair enough. You're too smart. One's, too smart. One, one's Caleb Payne not ready. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the yo. You talk about the mushroom king today. I'm the Among Us king, man. I got, I got all the alibis and lies ready. <laughs> or are they lies? They're just truths. They're just truths. Yeah, let's just call them insurance policies. Got it. Insurance. Yeah, yeah um anyway what a what a great time we don't have any oh wait we have a regional coming up it's not in north america though it's liverpool yes and i believe there are over 128 competitors which is pretty big i think this is gonna be the biggest we ever have right because there used to be capped at 128 for all our tournaments but for liverpool they've actually expanded do we know how many can can we find out how many they have i'm actually check this out is that arcanine i'm actually not entirely sure 
to be honest. I wonder if there's a way. I know you can check it out. Um, I know you can see it if you're registered, but if you're not registered, oh, I don't think so. I don't think there's a way to see it. Yeah, I'm not I sure. To... Unless we're registered, yeah, we don't have access, right? Yeah, I'm trying to see if maybe if we sign in, we have some type of like higher access because we're commentators. I doubt yeah. it, but maybe the um, staff login. Yeah, staff login or something like that. But it'd be cool to see how many. Uh, yeah, I don't know when this drops. Someone tag us on Twitter so we know because I might not check the comments in time. Tag us on Twitter. Curious how many are registered for Liverpool? That should be pretty cool. It's going to be uh. The 21st of January, so it's upcoming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Yo. Yeah, me too. Um, if anyone's running Dynamic Punch Medi with a Bastion, you already got my vote, right? You already got my vote. <laughs> it looks so. like TCG is already sold out at Liverpool, which is oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, they, they always are, yeah. Um, yeah, 40 pounds to get in. Pokemon Go still has spots, but I can't tell how many. Yeah, I mean, out of like, I think I think they expanded it to two fifty six or something based on what I read on Twitter, which is massive. VG is also massive. sold out. Oh yeah, that's no surprise too. Yeah. Dude, VG's been like they've been like breaking all the records lately, yeah, which is great. Orlando, like, this is it's wild too. Did they expand the registration count in Orlando? Do you know? Yeah, I I believe they did. I believe um, oh, that's big too. Yo. I believe we can go over one twenty eight. Dude, if you're in the if you're in the area. Show up, man. Yeah. Show up. Bring the I, Bastion. I've been I've been very public about it, dude. I'm going to Orlando no matter what. So yeah. uh maybe you'll see me on camera, maybe you'll see me competing. We'll see. Yo, whoever's in the like, grand finals, make sure. Make sure you drag that out, man, because I need Speedy Chief to start that community as late as possible. No, <laughs> no we're getting right through it. Fast. You don't think I thought about this when we made the bet? I was like, I usually struggle versus Stardust bets or Speed is cheap, but well, if you're in Orlando, I mean, who maybe, knows, dude? You're going to be in a good spot. Maybe, maybe I'll just maybe bring a like a spot. change. Maybe I'll bring a change of clothes and I'll have my, my stack ready and uh, yeah. I'll find a way. Maybe I'll be there too. You never know. Maybe I'll be there too. I'll take your phone and hide it, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, yeah, I'm not going to play your account now. That's breaking TOS, right? That's it's account true, sharing. It's true. I'm going. I'm going to break actual actual federal law and just go straight <laughs> theft, right? And so you can't play the phone, right? That's the that's the real strategy here. I'm in good state with Niantic, just not with the actual law at that point. But that's that's not the yeah, here nor there, yeah. right? So. Niantic law, state law, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, that should be good. That should be good. And so we'll see how that goes. Uh, look, I already know my predictions. Always the same. It's always the same this season. No Ain't Amphros. No Amphros making it <laughs> to the grand finals or winning. Come on now. You got to win it, right? Do it. Not even make it. Do we have an Amphros making the top eights? Come on I now. Know. I know. It's not happening. I think. Not happening. Didn't Zwylis play it in uh, San Diego? Somebody... No, no, no. Uh, no, no. Z Zwylis, I think uh, that person is actually European. So I think we'll be at oh. Liverpool with an Amphros. JJ brought it. Oh, One Amphros right, out right. of everyone. Yeah. No, no hate on JJM, but he went 0-2 and lost every single battle he played. So, <laughs> so it sounds like hate. Ampro said it, but but from from, from what I hear, because uh, I think Softo said it, um, he didn't bring the Amphros into her team. Oh, I think it was battle on stream. That's why. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he never brought Amphros against her. So out of the other two battles, I don't know how much he brought it. But like, look, 
what are you doing, Jay Chan? If if you want an anti flyer, just pick Passion. <laughs> like you at least have neutral matchups against so many other things. Like what is Ambrose doing for you, dude? <laughs> it's just wild to me. Still, right? We talked about this before. It's still wild to me that literally Butter's hyping up some. <laughs> that's not a spice pick, right? Like I say, it. it's not spice if it's bad. It's just a bad pick, right? But if Butter's hyping up this spice bad pick Pokemon, and me offering to transfer my Bastion has actually gotten people registering and playing Ampharos in show six to try to prove me wrong. Look, it's it's a win-win. I'll give you the biggest shout out in the world if you prove me wrong. I say it every <laughs> time, right? I would love to see Ampharos win the grand finals. I'd love to see Ampharos in the top eight. Because now I'm just watching this guy make it that far or, you know, man or woman make it that far with yep. five Pokemon on their team, on their roster. But, <laughs> you know, if uh, I just don't see it. I just don't nice, see it. nice, nice. I just don't see it. Don't see well, it. He, he's got he's got his backup plan, his his own insurance policy. It's called Quagsire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I I implore Butters to try this strategy one day. I want to see this man on the competition stage. I know, I, I know they they want to see Butters. They want to see. I, I've Rysecation wrote it in one of my YouTube comments. Like, yep. like, will we see Speedy and Butters on the stage soon? Yeah, like, hopefully. Orlando, maybe, maybe, maybe so, maybe. You, you, yeah. What? What? Uh, give us one Pokemon you bring, for oh. sure. Oh, dude, it's tough. Something um, spicy. Or you don't want to reveal a spicy it. thing that I bring? Yeah, dude. You, I every time, dude. So I have your stream on the background a lot of times. Yeah, and every like I, I kid you not, <laughs> I think almost a hundred percent of the time I look over and you have a fortress. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like you used one like yesterday too. I was like, I was like, why is this man still using fortress? <laughs> People request it. They this request. Is, it. This is like if I was using Lugia at Open Great League. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Lugia is you know still fun. I mean, are they good? Yeah. No. You know, <laughs> but are they fun? Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually don't know. I actually don't know what I bring. I haven't built a team for show six in a long time. And I feel like the meta is changing subtly, but, um, but not too much to like find a huge weakness, like a huge hole in the meta. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You did bring that Pelipper, right? In, in that, uh, grudge match versus DeFi. -E, or she, I, she, had Pelipper. she had Pelipper. She had DeFi. -E. Yeah. Defy. 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 I had uh, I had Mandibuzz. So Oh, oh yeah, Mandibuzz. I do like the Mandibuzz. I was I, I honestly wanted to make my Mandibuzz work, the one I got from Pokegains, but mm -hmm. it was so hard to it's, it, I just looked at it, I was just like, it's just a worse knockout in this yes, meta. It's yes. Just not, it's not it's too slow, unfortunately. It's too slow. I don't have like yeah, it's just not good. And yeah. I was like, if I don't run Snarl, then I have even less play against like the steals. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it worked for Ares, but not in the current meta, right? No, not in the current meta. Honestly, I don't even know how it worked for Ares, but <laughs> uh, but no, he had a good team. Anyway, I think that wraps it up for us. Episode eighty two here. Um yeah. best of luck as you collect your mushrooms this weekend. Thanks, man. I'm gonna be stacking yeah. mushrooms. You know, you stacking mushrooms, I'm stacking those combies. I'm stacking those bees. <laughs> Extra two fifty. That's a that's five head play. Five. And I'll I'll work on that t shirt design. So um well, well, we'll be doing it. Did you hit expert already? You said you did, or you, yeah, you, I did. You almost, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Well, next up, legend, right? Yeah. Easy, yeah. easy claps. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you got, you could get a personal coach in your corner at any time. It's true. not me. I'm not offering my services. I'm talking about your your fiance here, Marita. Here. It's true. <laughs> if if that's the thing, if I had the master league Pokemon, 100. percent Um, but yeah. we still need to do a Bastion on stream this season. I want to get that knocked out. 
<laughs> the CCS yeah, been like two. It's like been like two plus seasons at this point. I know, I know. <laughs> Bass ain't gonna have much shot the day you finally use it. It's gonna be that late in the in the meta. <laughs> yeah, Bassy done with with uh, with Thunderbolt. And Dude, much shot Bassy would have been so funny. It'd be so good. You can't really farm things down though, so like there's no. a trade off there. But much shot Bassy on. Yeah. Dude, you speed up those mirrors. They said, "Dude, much shot Bassy on." <laughs> probably have some play if you shield the earthquake some Chiefs. Oh dude. no! Don't say that, dude. dude. I mean, how there's many, no way they'll do it. There's no way. There's how many no much shots? If they ever do it, don't blame me, right? I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there. It does learn much on the main series game. I think. Oh I think it learns gosh. much on. I think it learns counter. If I'm not mistaken. Dude, how, how many much shots to a uh, flamethrower? What is that? I don't even know. What 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 Pokemon even has that move set? Is that even a thing? It's flamethrower is the same energy as psychic, right? Is there anything with much shot psychic? I don't think so. Uh wait, much shots the same as fairy wind, right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. know. Quick I math. Know. It'd probably be like six six to seven or so. Yeah. That'd be faster fast. than earthquake, that's for sure. That'd be super fast. fast. That'd be fast. Yeah. That'd be fast. I'd be scared if I was that Medicham with Ice Punch Psychic. I'd be scared. <laughs> fast about would be the best safe swap in the game. Oh my god. <laughs> No, no. Yo, imagine that! Like, dude, I can't imagine a Bastion moving that quick, right? <laughs> like, it'd be like old. it'd be like hopping. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that'd be scary. It's like a it's like a rhino on steroids running towards you. Yeah, dude. I well, love it. hopefully, love it, it. it never happens. Hopefully, that's okay. It's a bigger flex winning without it. But <laughs> anyway, thanks all for joining. Uh, I think that wraps up for us, and we'll catch you all next week. Um and best of luck to everyone competing at Liverpool Regionals. Yeah, it's gonna be Except amazing. For the guy running Amphros. Except for these wireless. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Peace out.